doing it wrong. I'm, I'm really worried because we've got like we have relative. We have like a really energy efficient flat, but like the amount that we use use doesn't seem to be like I'm, I'm not realistic. That, yeah, I'm worried that I'm like entering it in wrong because it it seems like we we only ever seem to use like like a hundred kilowatt. Mm. How is it? Uh, uh, I don't know. Like our, our builds are lower, and like I checked it, and I was like. Well, it's sort. Some of it makes sense if you think about like the, you know, the the government like discount is still in effect. Like you should get one of those energy uh, meter things, like I do, and then that would show you a real time thing, and it would track it. Sure. What sort of meter is it? Is it it's like a, a it's, it's it's with a little LCD it's a on it? It's a non-smart um, digital meter. Digital meter which yeah. Is the most annoying kind. Yeah. Um, I like the one. The one that we've got where it has the actual mm, thing that turns yeah. around, yeah, driven exactly. by a little coil. I'll, That's I'll good. I'll be alright with that. Yeah. Like we, we, cause we had. A, you can see the numbers roll around, right? When I moved in, we had a, um, we had a, like a key meter that you know one of the. Yeah, ones I remember you saying up, about that. Yeah. Which is the worst, the worst thing about the flat. And eventually, I was able to get them to replace it. But like, there was this whole process where I, I, I tried to get. They, they were like, oh, we'll give you a smart meter. And I was like, fine, okay. And then they had this whole fuss about whether or not you could get smart meters installed at the property because there needs to be a certain amount of space around it or whatever and ours is yeah, yeah, really yeah. in a block of flats so it's like in a box with a, like sort of a cupboard with a load of others yeah. and then like, apparently it didn't meet specs but then when the guy to install it got here he's just like oh yeah no that one's a smart meter and that one's a smart meter and that one's a smart meter and I was like oh so I could have just got that yeah. and he's like yes <laughs> well <laughs> so I don't know like, it's, it's, I, it was, it's, just, it's just a bit irksome and like I've I've looked it up and I, it actually it does because if you look at the itemized bill, that then we are paying like around what you know. I, I was looking up some sort of estimates of how much you should expect to pay, and if you put take into account like the discount that gets applied for the amount that we should be, mm. we're, we're, so we're, we're putting you know we we sort of it it costs X, and then there's like X knocked, knocked off with government discount. Then actually, it's more than it looks just on the raw numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know it just still seems a bit low to me, but like we are, our, our flat is like hilariously warm all of the time. Like it's right. it's, it's, it's like it, well, I mean we have to have a heating on a bit at the moment, but like during the summer it's like we, I mean you've seen our it's, it's like all, all the it, windows it, yeah. are like it's big built doors. to modern it, exactly. It's yeah. not built to like Victorian bridges. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's like it's for, it's like fifteen twenty years old or something like that, which just means that it, and we're like a middle floor, so it just like and, yeah. and we've also and this is something I've realised is is like surprisingly like holds the heat in very well there's we're not just like straight out except in Kylie Mays room but we're mm. not straight out onto like outside there's mm. that sort of overhang bit and that yeah, seems yeah, to like yeah. that, create a bit of a create a bit of like a, some kind sort of, of ancient architecture type of mm. ancient aliens type of thing yeah. where it, it's built in the it ducts the, mm. the, the thing in a certain way or whatever yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's weird but it does seem to do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. that is something that I definitely because I, I kind of really as someone that likes you know likes technology and likes the idea of doing things better you know mm. as a tech techno optimist I do there are a lot of things I really like about like new newer construction, but there's also a lot of things that I don't. So I'm very much caught in that kind of like, oh well, because of insulation being like this, they've made all the windows small, and so every ha new house built after 2010 has like tiny windows yeah. or like shit like there's no ventilation because mm. ventilation is really bad and mm. you need to do active ventilation if you want to have good energy efficiency mm. which nobody does so you just end up with houses that stay warm but also full of co2 and so you you have the yeah. bad concentration <laughs> or whatever um but the one the one of the, obviously like you know they do stay warm and that's like a big thing the other thing is like i do really like the idea of having concrete 
floors, mm. like reinforced concrete floors. As someone that has an exceptionally creaky flat that yeah. he lives in, walking around all the time. I think it, I've, we've talked about this before in this flat, right? It's specifically the living room and I think the hallway. Mm. I think maybe when they re-put the new carpets in, they put the subfloor, like the, the bits of hardboard mm. that are in the, on the subfloor, they like put them back. But because they bend over time, they put them back wrong, and mm. now they're all like slightly bent. And so whenever you walk on them, they just creak. Or either that, or it's just the floorboards. I don't know. And so every time walking around, just having this like wooden, you know, these uh, probably very nice old growth American mm. wood from eighteen seventy or something, yeah. but creaking underneath you constantly whenever you walk <laughs> around. I do think, well, you know, whenever I'm walking in, walk, you know, walking around in like a new kind of building that's like large and new i'm like yeah. it does feel quite sort of solid yeah which is kind of interesting because part of my intuition about about buildings is that old things are very solid yeah it just feels like that they must be old, yeah. old things are obviously very solid but they're not they're not yeah. at all like you were drilling into this wall a couple of years ago and it all just sort of starts crumbling out because it's yeah. all made of that but stuff but, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh or like you know and i was walking around in um in uh, walking around in an office building in the other week, in a couple of weeks ago, mm. in in town, mm. and having this feeling of like, oh, actually, it just feels like a really well built building. It's just mm. a, this is just how they build buildings now since the you know 1950s or whatever. <laughs> but as as someone that's mainly not in buildings like that, or when they are, you know, just the, the idea of just this kind of like feeling that the floor has, yeah. And that being different, I don't know. It's it, it's a kind yeah. of an emotional thing. No, I know what you mean. Like it, it feels like there's there's a certain sort of um, almost like because like, a lot of modern stuff is really bad. Though yeah. that's the problem. It's, well, it's poor quality, but like there's a certain like sort of code. There's an engineering. Yeah, yeah there's yeah exactly. Code, yeah. yeah, but only up to the code and no more. Yeah, right? I was there was a blog that I read a little while ago. It was about people who were like building their own house or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like we want to build this house in the you know and they and it, it seemed really nice. Like it seemed it was very very you know they sort of bought a plot of land like out of the you know a, like a, a way out of the city that they lived in America or whatever and they just started building yeah and part of me was like I kind of envy that I want to do that um, <laughs> because it was like the house the house was they were they were you know it, it was one of those like the timeless principles of let's we'll read a book yeah. about the timeless principles of architecture and we're gonna fucking wrath of non this shit and except you know, wrath of non yeah. would insist that you live in a tiny you know a community of no more than ten thousand or whatever whereas yeah, you these have people to the like we want to live the in the canal in the woods. That yeah, goes around yeah. It. that's exactly the same size as a strip mall or whatever the thing was yeah no I <laughs> yeah, I think that maybe there is just something that happens when it started happening when I was in my mid twenties and now I'm like about thirty ish it's yeah. it's reached a real fever pitch which is weird. Evo psych driven <laughs> desire to just like, build a, uh, you know, whether it's like homesteading or whatever. Yeah. I want to have a water butt that gets filled <laughs> up by the rain so I can water my turnips, right? Yeah. That isn't a feeling I had when I was 20. Yeah. I like, think... Maybe I had it in theory, but it wasn't a feeling that I felt in practice. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, yes, I would like to. It would be know, just be good have, to have some yeah. turnips on Yeah. On I need, the, I need on to get go. an allotment. I, I, I do actually look into allotments, like what the, what the deal it's is. It's impossible there. to get an allotment now. Ah. It was So my mum used to have an allotment like 20 years ago. Yeah. She had to give it up, I think, about 10 years ago because of health problems sure. and stuff. But she was able to, there was someone that she knew that she was able to pass along. Yeah. I guess it's like a tenancy onto, and sure. they agreed to that, yeah. so it was something she could do. But uh, which maybe is a kind of nepotism that shouldn't be allowed. I don't know. Maybe they don't allow that anymore. But it was very difficult to get an allotment, even yeah. in like around two thousand, oh, late nineties. Yeah, uh, it basically just got more and more difficult since. Okay. And also, there's a lot of kind of like I don't know if it's still like this now, but there was there's a lot of because I, I spent a lot of time at that allotment. It was the it was the one in home. Yeah. Right? Um, well, there's two in Hove anyway. It's one of the ones in Hove. Sure. Not going to dox my allotment that my mum knows. <laughs> um, but basically, my mum kind of had like 
a vegetable bit at one, on one side of it and then like a little arch which she was growing some roses sure. around yeah. and then like a sort of garden bit Lovely. where you could yeah, sit yeah. and have a nice time right because yeah. it's like she lived in a flat didn't have a garden seems reasonable right yeah. and there was this one there were these two guys that were like a good cop bad cop duo mm. at the council that yeah. were part of the allotment division or whatever and one of them was really not into the idea that you wouldn't use the entire surface area of your allotment as kind of an arable sure. productive yeah. land right and was really constantly writing like reports to the other guy and the other guy was just really chill and didn't really do anything but there was this constant like thing where my mum would keep getting letters <laughs> saying you haven't been cultivating your allotment you've been like leaving it to become you know like what there was some word that they used that wasn't that was some yeah. you know one of those like loaded terms yeah, yeah, yeah. that effectively just meant you have like bushes that are flowers rather yeah. than bushes that are like <laughs> strawberry plants yeah. or whatever um so there was like a constant battle of that and also there was like an issue which is that the allotment that we got um the previous owners of it like that probably had it since like the 70s or something had built like a giant shed that kind of covered the entire front of the allotment sure. so you're walking around these paths that you can drive down right they're like sort of you know you see like tire tracks in between yeah. all the allotments and the whole front of the allotment was basically just like a big shed that covered it so you couldn't really see in yeah. so if you wanted to like look in at the allotment you'd have to sort of go around and yeah. sort of, you know you couldn't really you know and the shed was like locked on the front mm. you know, with a padlock on and that was obviously really cool that's really good yeah. right and that isn't allowed however it was like grandfathered in or whatever right it was like it had like a thing whereby it was uh you know the previous owners and it was, they, they couldn't mandate that you take the shed down but they kept sort of trying to but sure. then of course we would have had to build another shed or get another shed and yeah the shed was fine then it had all the good stuff in it tools in it yeah. it had stuff and when it was raining you got to the allotment and you could sit in the shed for a yeah. bit and have a cup of tea and have a thermos flask or Absolutely. whatever it was nice right now yeah, they just became this huge thing that just kept going on with this fucking guy who keeps showing up. Yeah. And eventually, I think, like, loads of other the allotment holders started complaining about sure. him because he was kind of just, like, breaking into places and, like, writing... Had, like, a clipboard and was just writing <laughs> shit about the kind of... Like, he'd be like, oh, your tools aren't, like, very... You've got, like, rusty tools in your thing yeah. or something. Just like, what the fuck like, are you what, doing yeah, my what shed? What are you doing, like, yeah. breaking into my shed? And I don't think he, like, technically had the authority to no. do that, but maybe <laughs> but, like, he did. Yeah, it's just, like, the, rogue the whole thing, council well, yeah. officer who's, like, too keen on but, allotment. So it was very much the kind of, like, little isolated bit of a bit mm. of the council yeah. enforcement yeah. thing that was, like, absolutely right for, like, the job's worth yeah. class of person yeah, yeah, yeah. to come in. And, um... It was very, like, my mum found it very stressful. And also the fact that when she couldn't go up there, like, for long enough, if if there was, like, a season where stuff grew a lot, yeah. and so she wouldn't be, like, you know... Because I'd help her with, yeah, like... Yeah. We had, like, a sickle, you know? We'd sure, go around yeah, with a yeah, sickle. Because yeah. you weren't allowed, like, power tools. That was one of the things. Well, you were allowed certain types of power tools, <laughs> but, like... So you were allowed strimmers, but they had to be under a certain CC or some, yeah. some shit like this, yeah. essentially. So we just stuck to, like, the old, you know... Yeah, yeah. 400-year-old hand tools, which was quite fun, actually, like, learning how to sharpen a... A scythe, you yeah, know, with the whetstone, you know. But the the whole thing was a bit like it, it became just like this thing where if you happened to like be away for two weeks during the summer and everything everything suddenly grew, yeah. the guy would show up and you'd get a letter like you got and you'd be like, Shit, all the grass has grown, we've mm. got to cut it down. We've cut it down, but then two weeks later a letter shows up saying the grass has grown too much. Yeah. You know, you're not cultivating your allotment properly. You know, we might be able to like we're gonna dis we're gonna dispossess you of your land. Really? Now yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that was what it was like in about the mid to late mid 2000s yeah so i don't know what it's like now there's even more pressure on it than there was then yeah, so it gosh. might be it seems like pretty stressful 
So that's my allotment experience. That's well, I yeah. know. My, my, my dad had an allotment back when back when they lived in Turners Hill. I don't think it was that. I think it was run by the parish council, and the parish council is like one person. Yeah, well, so it was, it was all a bit more chill. Like he, yeah, he had yeah. a he had a shed. He used to he used to um, use it as an office half the time. Like when I was staying there, when I, was, when I you know stayed stayed with them for a bit over lockdown, it was like we'd just go out to there and work for it. Like he'd, he'd install like a solar panel on the roof to power nice, his laptop. Yeah. And sort of, and, and, and I feel he, like that sort of thing might just not be allowed on, on, on the allotment that we had because uh, it was like. There was just a lot of very weird rules yeah. that were like you couldn't have any because they were really keen on stopping people from living in their allotment. Sure, yeah, which you can understand the like the impetus for that, I guess. Mm. Um, in Brighton, maybe more than just like a little village in the middle. Of, well, like, yeah, the thing is, if you're if you've got an allotment in a little village in the middle of nowhere, then it's like you basically know probably like socially almost everybody who's going yeah. to apply for it, and like you know it's not. I think there was a, there was a level of waiting list, but it was it wasn't such that like because dad my dad was able to get like half of someone else's allotment like over there at one point, so mm. clearly there wasn't so much of a waiting list that like there were other people who really wanted them who were going without because he was able to, you know he was, he had a bit he had like the main strip and then he had a bit over there which was like for I think it was like strawberries or some shit like oh, that because yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he had like the you know the 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 uh, sheds and then some sort of a little bit with some chairs and then like. Just loads and loads, you know, potatoes and and all, all, all sorts of vegetables and stuff. Mm. And then there was like the sort of the the, the fruit zone over there. Um, but yeah, one thing was... that this is making me think of that I remember very vividly, which I I'm pretty sure I erased it, and also maybe it no longer exists because of you know battery reasons. But I had a Game Boy camera, which was the black and white yes. low res Game Boy uh, add on. And around the time that probably in the early noughties, like 2002, 2003, or something like that. And I used to, I, I remember once, like, when I was really bored, you know, my parents doing something like planting stuff, and well, I couldn't really help or you know, whatever with it, walking around the allotment and just making, like, a little virtual tour thing. Because the Game Boy camera nice. had all this shit. It had, like, a hypercard type of shit. Yo. Where you could effectively take, uh, I think it could store something like maybe 30 or 40 photos in it. So maybe, like, one reel of film or something sure. like that. Yeah. Obviously, they were, like monochromatic I don't know if they were four shades of grey or they were just black and white I don't know but there were these monochromatic like somewhat less than 160 by 144 yeah. pixel uh, images and but you could there's like there was a mode where you could take like a whole load of pictures and then you could edit them in various ways and one of the things you could do when you edited them is you could put in little hyperlinks so like a particular point on the image would have like a little icon oh like nice a, and then so if like, you, a, like an adventure and then, then you could move like up yeah. down left and right and click on one and you could link it to another image nice so you could do a little virtual tour where you'd walk so I had one where I walked it was me walking around the allotment right I like that. so you go in and you press the button and go yeah. into the shed and you could go through the shed and go into the main bit and then you could there was like the strawberry patch and you could click on that and it would like a close up of a strawberry <laughs> Or whatever, that sort of shit, right? That was great when I was like ten. That's really or good. Nine or whatever I was, um, but yeah, there was it was stre- one of the things I remember from the. Maybe I'll have to talk to my mum see if she's still got a copy of the like rule, the rule booklet of things you are and aren't allowed to do based on the Brighton Council <laughs> allotment uh, thing. But one of them was I remember like there being language about like ducts or ducted something in that you weren't allowed to have anything that was a pipe or duct of any kind so you couldn't again it, this would make it difficult to rig up uh, you couldn't have gutters yeah and you couldn't have you couldn't, rain like, do any sort of irrigation well you could you like could that. collect stuff in a water butt but as long as there weren't any like pipes that went into it right. weirdly and maybe they changed that but another thing was you weren't allowed any pipes as in the ghost right yeah. no, 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 no pipes that were for like conveying like like 
any kind of um, flu. So you weren't allowed to have like a. You couldn't have like a, a like. A, you couldn't you have one of those it? like like little cans like, that you used to incinerate, like you know, sort of dead leaves and stuff. Yeah, like I think. Like that, sort of or, no, that, there might have been like a minimum length of, of flu because they didn't want people having like a log, like a like a wood burner, sure, like a yeah. stove. But you were they were like you are permitted to have like a like a uh, like a camping. You know those those cylinders, right? The yeah, little camping ones, and you put the little thing on that has like the four. The four little the, holders like, that you can put. Yeah, like Billy Cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. you put your kettle on there. Yeah, that makes... Yeah, that's sort thing. of... I sort of but get you that. you weren't allowed like, anything that had, yeah. like, a flu yeah. to it. There was no chimneys or... or but I think they used the phrase ducting. <laughs> they used something like no no ducting to convey something. It was really like reading one of those tenancy agreements yeah. where you can see that there was yeah. evidently something exactly. that yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. you know, 50 years ago. Or Apparently, the, uh, the, the since since I left the freehold tenancy agreement, got updated to specify that you weren't allowed to do any deep fat frying. <laughs> 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 I think I've caused some issues there. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, I, I, it's one of those weird things where I'm thinking about it and I'm just like, I guess if you are someone who like is really determined to live in a shed, yeah, then it would probably be because I imagine they're really big allotments, right? Like yeah. it's sort of just very, you know. So you could you could sort of maybe if you built built if you're happy living in quite a you know a, like a moderately sized shed, yeah. you're happy with all of the issues that come with that. Like I, I, the other thing it makes me think of is the um, I look at I look at this every every month uh, the um, council's page for the beach huts. Yeah, I'm yeah, always, yeah. I'm always like I'm that's always a very to, similar yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, because because yeah. you you look through and like I, I always just like. Command F to find the waiting list bit, and it's like every I've been checking for like years now, and it's always like the waiting list is currently closed. Mm. Um, but it would, you know, if you scroll how long through is all of the, the rules, waiting list? Do you reckon? It doesn't say <laughs> freedom of information. On that it. is a good. I, for you, yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> like get just it. the number. You don't. It's, it's not like personally yeah. identifiable information. Yeah, yeah. But how many rows are there in the, in yeah. the table? Right. And, and what's the what's the sort of rate of attrition like? Because yeah. like a lot of I, I don't get I get the impression it's not something that you people could ask give up for like the last easily. few years. Yeah, yeah. You could say what was it this year and the last five years? Now, that's reasonable freedom of information, right? Yeah, you'll probably find it out in like twenty thirty <laughs> when they next open the list. <laughs> yeah. It does. I mean, it does feel very much like Seagull that. investigates. Yeah, right? legitimately. Like, how long until you could you could be a you could you could get yourself a, a beach up? Because yeah, it it really is like kind of. But when, when you you know all the stuff that you scroll past to get to it is all like you know you can paint it, but only in these colors, and it gives you like the specific colors that you can paint it in. It's like yeah, you yeah, could do yeah. this, you could do that. Again, like very clearly, you know, someone has done. Something this is exactly what I think but... about when I'm doing my morning run along mm. the beach and I'm running past all the beach huts. Yeah. Every morning I have the exact same thought of which, which things are allowed, what are you allowed to do, what colours are allowed. I'm yeah. seeing a really gay looking one. Yeah. That, I assume that's allowed because if that wasn't allowed, it would be discrimination, yeah. right? So presumably any flag that represents a group of people mm. is allowed, yeah, right? I, because, I, because the council don't want the backlash on that. No, I think, so you can yeah. get away with that, but could you do like the Libyan flag, right? <laughs> could, you do, could you do the Iranian flag? <laughs> just imagining someone <laughs> that would be that would be interesting to I think it would be a good one to a, 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 an interesting test case because you just do, you can't do pictures on it right you can't I don't think so I think you can't that, paint the Ayatollah you yeah, can't you, paint Gaddafi yeah you can't what would because if you if you pull up the, pull up the the thing like because if you just search council beach huts it, it it'll give you the it yeah it's this one. So it's five hundred and three yeah. pounds there you a go. year, right? Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, that... quite a lot. It's more than council tax. No, it's less. Then you've got buying and selling them. You're 
it's a so it's because there's some of them that are private and then there's some of them that are sort of like which again i guess means that they may be like you know there's a lot of there's a secondary market for it where you know which is right so doors can be any single solid color or vertically striped because it's in, yeah they're made of of vertical, you know, vertical. I think there's a there's a there's a thing somewhere that describes exactly what it can be. It might not be on here actually. It so whatever it has up, to but... the British standard forty eight hundred fourteen C thirty five for the roof mm. gloss, and the plinth and lower sides BS forty eight hundred O four D forty five gloss. So any paint that you can find in in home base or Wix or whatever that, yeah. that, that is up to that. It's got it has to have the kite mark on it, mm. right? Um, and yeah, the, I, the, waiting, the waiting list is just like, um, yeah, nothing. There isn't beach chalets. Yeah, the chalets are interesting because they're quite horrible. <laughs> they're just sort of quite bad. Mm. They're very much in that 1930s kind of architecture, which is that kind of um, brick pre-modernism yeah that kind of like uh flat roof you know tarred roof kind of thing with with the with the yellow brick they're like so many schools in the yeah and a half of my the, the the half of my school of my secondary school that was a secondary modernism built like that you know that specific yeah. thing you went to batchington right i did yeah because I, I was up there the other day because I, I almost never go up that bit of hove but i was there it was, was there. weird because i never yeah. went up there until i went to that school and then i was there every single day yeah. for like years it was very odd for, it's very odd when you, you have different parts of your life you end up in different places anyway sorry carry yeah on. no no because um, I, was, <laughs> no, I was up there for the, for the blood test yeah and i was like i went i went past because i've been up there before oh, yeah, I polyclinic. Think, I wasn't, but yeah exactly yeah. and i wasn't really paying attention i think when i went up there before but like um this time i was you know i was on the on the bus and i was looking out the window and i was like oh Oh, it's a uh, it's it's a big windmill. Oh, that is it's the that Blatchington is the Blatchington windmill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we were driving. I had a. I very rarely saw that windmill because if you that. left the school like to go home, yeah, that's you going in the opposite direction, direction to me. So yeah, I never, yeah, yeah. I basically was never around that side. It's always that yeah. just gate on that side of the school. I was yeah. like never there. Yeah, there was probably like. Fifty percent of the people that went to that school were sure. always walking through that gate, and it's yeah. weird to think about. Because right? you, you've really got another one on the the other side that went just sort of like out. Yeah, well, uh, there's the gate. There's sure. a north gate, yeah. which was next to the one stop, yeah. uh, and that was uh, where the the bus that I was on, which was the I think it was the five B and the twenty seven A. It probably changed now, but those are the bus that I used to get yeah. to school. It was the five, um, the, one of the fives. I can't remember which five it is, but yeah, one of the fives is still the one that goes around. I think it's probably the five B. Yeah. Well, it's a lot. Yeah. So the fives, the five and the five. They used to go to the allotment. This is this is going nice. back to the allotment because that's yeah. right by it, right? Um, and they go up, I think, to the Hove Polyclinic, or they used to go to the other hospital that's around there. And then the five B, I think, goes more around the back. Sure. I have I, I have a real vivid memory of them um, being about fourteen or whatever age it was. I first got braces, right? Mm-hmm. Going to the orthodontist, getting braces fitted, and then. Right afterwards, having to go to school, right? Sure. It was the morning. Yeah, I had yeah, to go back to school. Yeah. I had like a special note from yeah. the thing. And I have this a very vivid emotional memory of being a 14-year-old, getting these braces, just being on the bus, going back to school on my own, completely empty because it was like outside of rush hour. Yeah. No one was on the bus. And I remember just thinking, this is terrible. I hate these braces. <laughs> these are awful. Not only do they literally hurt and they're actually quite painful. I yeah. can feel them like pulling my teeth in the different directions. Yeah. And it's already like fairly painful. Um, and also the little metal bits are like sort of scratch yeah. on the inside of your Ooh. lips. 
you have to get that wax, that that sort of putty stuff that you put on there. It was fucked up. I didn't have faces. Um, that sounds fucking awful. It was really bad. They're they're terrible. But also, I remember just thinking, like, I remember just thinking. I'm gonna be one of those people that's got braces, and that's just that's bad. <laughs> it, it wasn't when you're 14 and you haven't yeah. got good self confidence anyway. Anyone that's 14's got terrible yeah. self confidence, and then you got these. I remember just on this bus and it getting towards the school, just thinking, I'm not getting off. I'm just gonna stay on the bus. <laughs> I'm just going right past the school, just thinking, I'm not fucking going into that school. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm just and I'm, I'm being on the 5B as it went all the way around Hangleton or wherever yeah. it goes, and then stopping at the halfway point and the guy getting out and having a cigarette yeah. and looking up at me and being like, it's the last stop and just being like yeah and knowing it was going to go back yeah, around yeah. probably realistically have to get yeah get off again yeah. you know and only be half an hour late i don't know that's such a that, that's my vivid 5b bus memory if you have been on the 5b bus and had a <laughs> formative memory where you <laughs> yeah the 5b yeah it's it's it's, it's one of those things where i think just because I mean, frankly, like loads of Hove is like this to me, just because there's not much reason for me to go out that And it's far. all got that, you know, you look on the Regency Society James Gray photo collection website. Yeah. And it has uh, all the pictures of that part of town. And they're all just like, yes, this is it from like 1890 when there was literally like a dairy. There, yeah. And yeah. That it's, was just, it. it's just a big thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then like 1950 to 1955, they built like, you know. 10,000 houses yeah. and here it all is so I, I think basically I, I in my I, I realised something there, which is because we've got a couple of like historical maps of Brighton there's one from like mm. oh, yeah, yeah, 1850 yeah. and then one from like 1890 or something like that and in my head I think actually like pretty much the extent of Brighton since I stopped going to university is basically the like the it's is the old it's the old boundaries yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just like you know the, the middle bit exists to me out to like sort of you know Palmyra or whatever exists to me out to about the marina exists to me and then the sort of bits in between that but other than that what, mm. what I always find quite weird about Brighton's development as a kind of it's essentially an, 80, an 1840 onward kind of story right because that's when the you know mainline <laughs> rail station opened and stuff but um, the the idea of it being this like there's there's a load of stuff that actually got filled in surprisingly late. Mm. Like there's loads of stuff that was fairly built up in the 1850s, 1860s. Like, yeah. This is I think 1870s, the place we're in now. Um, but like there's like a sort of boundary line that's kind of like it's that sort of triangle. You know, like the Seven Dials, right? There's like the triangles, yeah. right? And sort of along those roads got filled in quite early on, like the main roads, like going and all those the main roads out of Brighton, like along the valley, right? The yeah, double yeah. valley. You've got like the London Road and the Lewis Road and so yeah. on. Those all kind of got filled in, but you can see the kind of like the slightly steeper or hillier bits yeah. or like just the little bits that are in between those main yeah. roads that those main roads obviously had like a whole load of like stuff built on mm. at the time. A lot of it which was kind of like... Uh, residential stuff because it was kind of out of the way at that yeah. time and now they've become like major thoroughfares and the residential stuff got converted into like you can see kind of like western road and london road yeah. both have those like shops which when you kind of like on the other side of the road and you step back and you look above the shop it it's like, like a, a house. house yeah because they obviously everything just that was like the front garden of a house of a fancy house but then it became like not residential anymore and it, yeah you know I've, there's loads of things like yeah. that right but there's all these like in between like kind of wedges of shape in between the the like the big roads as they fan out yeah which kind of 
didn't get filled in until like the 1920s or 1930s in some yeah. cases. So there's a load of like 1900 to 1910-ish development, which is like right next to stuff that had been built in the 1850s. So there was evidently like a 50-year period where there was just like loads of built-up stuff and then just like fields or, or something, I guess, or like parks, or just like stuff that was big gardens owned around the back of yeah. stuff. And then it only yeah. got filled in in like 1910 or something. I, I mean, I remember uh, there's a guy called, I say Jeffrey Mead, who does like history tours. Mm. He's just sort of like, you know, like... A sort of local walking up to the corner of every road and saying at one point this was all fields yeah yeah well, I mean, basically he was like you know there's a lot of sort of he, d- he does one of London Road which I really like yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. who's doing tours of London Road but mm. <clears throat> he pointed out that like you know just vast swathes of the of the, the area like just sort of above the level yeah there was this like big sort of like uh, like greenhouse thing that was just mm. there it was there to grow like I guess like things you've grown up you know that does seem like the kind like of that. place that would have had a like a high yeah. a high density of, of like fruit walls yeah. or something right yeah. do you know what i mean it's that and kind then, of vibe and then there's just like a lot of a lot of stuff like well like you're saying the stuff about the front gardens right if you walk the you go go along the the bit of like before you get to london road but sort of like parallel runs parallel to st peter's yeah and like loads of those you know that obviously they were all like houses and stuff like that a lot a lot of the stuff there mm. and a lot of that stuff did have like front gardens which just got like eroded into, by yeah widening like, Parts, roads, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the roads had to widen, so, so they, they, they lost gonna that. And narrow them again. Yeah, and then nature is healing. Yeah, <laughs> and you can you can sort of see some of you know you can see some of the some of the stuff that used to be there. Some of the I think I, there was there was one thing he pointed out which I really like about St Peter's, which is St Peter's like half of St Peter's got built and then they ran out of money and then the rest of it was built like <laughs> 30, 40 years later out of different sort of stone. And if you look closely, you, you can see, see the, like the, the join yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, and it sort of like changes style a little bit as well. It's you know I don't know it was it was particularly like sort of oh yeah I guess if you look really close you look, you look at it it was like oh yeah. That you know, this 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 bit of it is, is isn't the same. It's really interesting. I was always, I was in a few weeks ago. I was in uh, Cookfield, Cuckfield, Cuckfield, like to call yeah. it, which has the great you know the fish and chip shop right mm. there. You see, I'm sure I showed this to you. I'll probably have to scroll too far back. They have a fish and ch- chip shop yeah. there that's called like Cuckfish. <laughs> or cook fish. Nice. I showed it to Bassy and he thought it was very funny. Hang on, I, I can do the uh, the geotag thing. Actually, the, the, ge- the geotag the geo- search the, on there the, is really the, useful. Like the Cuckfield is Cookfield, yeah. right? To, yeah, it's Cookfield. We but I want to say Cuckfield. I think there's a Uckfield because there's a place well, yeah, Uckfield. Uckfield, and I always, right? I always, I always I, do the the the, uh, the look around you. Alpha Sulfur Uckfield. Cuckfield. <laughs> I had a, my my French yeah. teacher at yeah. secondary school was from. Uckfield and she used to say, you know, she she didn't have a very good like French accent. She'd be like, J'habite à Uckfield, <laughs> which to me was like the least yeah. French sounding sentence. I'd J'habite. Ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the very, the very important. This is this is sponsored. Find photo app. This is a new iOS update. I don't want to. I don't care about that. Um, yeah, very, very important establishment. <laughs> <laughs> you almost feel that they're leaning Great into stuff. it. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. It's hard to know. I like, I do. I like, fuck, I no, See I'll what I'm it. saying? I'm, yeah, yeah. I just have to say no, it. Cook, Cookfield is, is really, there's a really good playground there that I remember going to when I was a kid. It had one of those like little sort of areas where it's like a little bit sort of sunk down and there's sort of water fountains that go. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can see what kids just run through them. I don't know. Good I really like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, We've got a good yeah. church there, and it's got that stone thing where the stone. I don't know what I forget the name of the church. It's a good one though, uh, and it's it's like it's got all the kind of arts and craftsy paintings on the ceiling. Don't know if you've been in there, yeah. um, but it's it's definitely got this kind of like um, 
you're you're like walking past and you can see these stones just look these they're just cut in a different way yeah and then there's like these stones are cut in a third different way yeah. and these ones and you can just really see like oh this is where they had to like put in something to install the old uh you know the, the 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 lightning rod but then they put a new lightning rod in and then it's you know all that kind of like traces of things yeah um but yeah no it's just interesting like that kind of like you know, I'm someone that, as someone that fixates on details, you know, I like to look at the different types of brick, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's bad when it gets to the point where there's like a, like, for example, like a church that I saw very regularly when I was younger, mm. walking past it and being like, oh, yeah, I remember when they built that little bit on the side. That was actually quite a new thing. But it's got to the point now where that was maybe when I was like in single digit years sure, old. Yeah. And actually now the brick has kind of aged to the yeah. point where it actually blends in. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. a bit, that's a bit terrifying, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> You remember when the churches were different. I, again, yeah. my funniest sort of like, I'm feeling a bit old thing, I guess, is... This uh, is going to be our new thing. It is. For the next 50 yeah, for years the next 50, of this podcast. You are going to have to stop <laughs> You've got 20 years of us just being young and excited. Now we're just talking about how we don't feel like we used to and every bits are falling off. When I did the 10K um, uh, last year, I did, a, I did a 10K last year and... Hmm. I, um, you know, when I finished, I was like sort of, you know, limping home because my feet were were hurting. And they got like, you know, there were some cops around, you know, like doing cop things, you know, yeah. managing crowds or whatever. But they also had like clearly a bunch of like police cadets, which I guess is a thing. Like, you know, sort of mm. junior, like, you know, like army cadets, but for the cops. I don't right. really think about the kind of child who would do that, but like yeah. you know, it they they were all they all had like normal either that or they were like legitimately just like trainee policemen, but they all looked like teen like actual like younger teenagers. And I, I got to make a don't the policeman look young, <laughs> 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 Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I presume it must be something. I I, I, I just thing, it's just occurred. Yeah. I've got two points on that. One is that there's two people I know I knew from school that. Well, school or college that went into like either the army or the police. Yeah. One, she was like a, she was just a one of those young, very enthusiastic people that's just very kind of. Sure. Yeah, I want to do that. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. really good. Yeah. Just a kind of uncomplicated. <laughs> yeah. Like intelligent, like smart, cool, like like just I've got this cool. This is a cool idea. I'm just going to go into the army. That's yeah. cool, right? Which I always found kind of boggling, but you yeah. know, takes all kinds, right? I guess. Um, <laughs> and then the other one was a guy that I knew at college that really wanted to go into digital forensics you know like non-hunting sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. right? um, but and then I met him about five years later I think yeah. about around the time I graduated uni or a bit yeah. after and he was he was like oh how's it going I was like yeah no I've graduated uni he was like oh nice I'm like deputy manager of the McDonald's on London Road or something <laughs> so you know life, life comes at you first. I don't know if he was still pursuing his dreams of, of um, digital forensics di- digital non-hunting it's one of those like because any any sort of forensics I feel like got a bit of like I, I remember there, there being this thing well, it was like, like the CSI, the CSI era, thing, right? which is like when we and if you're like, into yeah. computers yeah. and you're into yeah. that, but I don't think anyone tells you ahead of time that it's mostly going to be about nonsense. Yeah. Or I mean, what are the other things that digital forensics are about? Like terrorism, maybe? I or I don't know. It's one of those things. Or where it's NCA. Like, it's yeah. NCA type of stuff. It's yeah. like you know, you hold up your badge. Yeah. And then you, it's like county lines shit. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, I try to get some cops on the show and do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I, it's in the same way that, like, obviously, letting agents are, are, are dreadful people who, who who benefit off the misery of, uh, of of others. But I do always feel a little bit sorry for them because, like, their job is largely like hearing people complain at you all day about yeah. things that are wrong with their house. And similarly, like, obviously, you know, 
not not the world's biggest fan of of, of police as an organization but if you spend all day especially you know if you're like the computer division or whatever you spend yeah. all day looking at like and not even not like because the thing is you know the kind of the kind of nonces that we you know usually like like lightly the fun entertaining lightly, nonces. yeah it's because they're because they're like famous people who are like profoundly evil and like the interesting thing about them is it's that they're famous that they're famous yeah. and they've been able to you know, there's sort of this weird, like, elite power thing around them. But like, for the the most most of them are just like really sad people yeah. who have really who are just like very you know, small lives. Yeah, exactly. Right? Really small, horrible lives, and you're basically just like immersed in that all the time. You're yeah, just that's like, I've got to, to spend all my time. Well, that's, looking that's at these always people. like one of the things is there isn't actually much glamour yeah. in any sort of crime at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. generally, people that you know. Yeah, and if if you if you're investigating it, then there's no gra- like even if you're like the person investigating the mafia or whatever. Mm. You know, you're basically just like I don't know. One of, I, I always think about the bit in The Sopranos where like the lads are the, 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 there's a sort of I think it's the second series or third series where they're investigating like the guys and they've all got these like really boring ass like you know yeah, they sort yeah, of cuts yeah, to the yeah. cops and, like some of them you know it's just like normal or whatever but then and then they look at the the you know the, the sort of the criminals who have like not even really that glamorous just like sort of a more you know a sort of somewhat more exciting life and it's just like yeah nobody's really happy here are they like these no, guys, these yeah, guys yeah. have just got have got to just like follow these people who seem to be having a bit more fun with than them for doing evil shit all day and then the other guys are all just like miserable and hateful and just do awful stuff all day nobody's really very happy in this situation yeah, it's all bad yeah. but there's no path to happiness <laughs> yeah anymore. yeah it's best out of it to be honest yeah <laughs> crime doesn't don't be a cop and don't be a criminal that's it be, 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 be nice be if a... you want to do that then join yeah. one of the Gary's Mod RP servers <laughs> <laughs> GTA uh, San Andreas online multiplayer uh, mod servers yeah. from 2008. That's what I recommend. Yeah, that's the solution to uh, to policing. You get everyone on massively multiplayer online games, and then they, I like, won't, it's, it's the, the, they won't commit the, the, the thing real that life people crimes. Say about nonsense, it'll be like, Eve Online yeah. scam. Yeah. Eve Online scams. They're just like you know, like give them just like VR stuff, which yeah. is like I, I kind of I don't know. It's, it's it's kind of horrible when you say it like that, but you sort of understand. Like, you're just I like, think do that's, that for all crime. That's like, probably the future. That's the future of everything. Probably they'll just give us some kind of like tailored thing that you just you, you just really like it it's like you can just sit in let's say you're someone that's like a blogger right mm. and but you're just like one of those bloggers that kind of causes trouble sure. they put you in a virtual environment where you have a virtual computer that you can sure. use and write blog posts mm. and everyone in the virtual world fucking loves it and you're really stirring up trouble yeah. and getting a lot of great like like you know reactions on in both positive and negative yeah. and no one in the actual world has to see any of it that's the future as I see it. Um, do you want to do some cards? Yeah, let's do some cards. I've got a few cards. I actually, yeah. one of those things where I thought I don't have any ideas for cards, and yeah. then I just wrote four cards, and I never wrote the cards. So this is um, this first card is is a topical one. A topicality. Mm. So I know we try and keep this podcast yeah. less than topical. Yeah. Like, we don't try to target a, a kind of new thing all the time because it's, there's almost a kind of value in the idea of not being topical, right? There's almost a kind of, like, whether it's a, a kind of false kind of, like, cargo cult thing or whether it's actually a genuine heurist, heuristic that makes uh, something sure. better if it's less topical, it gives us more time to, to mull over ideas yeah. or whatever the justification is. We tend to kind of... Avoid, if, if, if we're talking about something that gets too topical, both of us kind of have this feeling of like, well, we can't make it too topical because in a way that makes it less, quote-unquote, evergreen or, you know, thinking of the idea the way that things are structured like that. But I was mainly thinking of it as a meta topic yeah. to do with the idea that when I think of a new thing I've been reading about that's somewhat interesting, that's very on the internet or whatever, over the last 
let's say like six to 12 weeks mm. it's mostly been about some ai thing yeah and i'm r- reluctant to put too many things down about that because then yeah. it just becomes like oh we're a topical podcast that says yeah. all of the tweets that people have been talking oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. with regard to that current thing that everyone's talking about but i wonder how like if you subscribe to the idea that that uh in general, culture does just tend to get faster or everything becomes more meta-topical. So most things that you hear about are themselves a topical thing about a topical thing. It would be very difficult to continue to do something like that that wasn't at least informed by the kinds of... You, you have to have a more indirect way of looking at stuff. So I'm just wondering what you think about, like, if, if I just keep seeing things and it's just like, well, now... I think I, 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 think I did a, t- a toot about this, like, a few months ago or a couple of years ago. It was like... I worry that in the future it's just going to be like whenever anyone posts anything, it's just going to be like, oh look what AI did, yeah. or look another thing that AI did. Oh, here's a thing that AI did, which you already fucking see now. Like half the publications on the internet are like, oh, I goaded an AI into doing this. Yeah. So, look what an, an AI did. Look, an AI made this thing. It's just yeah. become the. I mean, everything is a fad, right? Yeah. We're in the middle of it right now, yeah. and it'll probably go away. It'll, be, I've, it'll I've, change yeah. to something else, but. I, I... I, I think that... How does it look in the future, right? Yeah, it, it's going to be one of those things where, like, it, we reach the... I don't know. Like, I think... Cause we, we sort of, we've talked about AI stuff. Like, we will talk... The thing is, we, we're not, like, completely resistant to topicality. There's always going to be some degree of, like, something that we... Mm. You know, so the, the It is one of those, like, all-encompassing yeah. kind of... Like, it is a kind of topic that swallows you when you get into it. Yeah. Because if, if I bring it up, then it will cause so many yeah. other discussions that just a little thing that I thought uniquely about AI that other people hadn't said that I wanted to bring up, that isn't really, like, the... That's like a tweet, right? That's not like something you bring up on a podcast because if you bring it up on a podcast, it has to go into becoming a whole discussion instead of being about, oh, here's just an interesting thing I thought of, right? Yeah. And as a result, it ends up becoming topical because it's a topical topic. Mm. So I almost have to stop myself from thinking of actual things I've thought of because <laughs> otherwise it, then it just becomes... Because it's too it's too tasty of a topic because yeah. it's too topical, right? Well, but it, it's it, too it, fresh. Because it, like you say, it's something that has... That is, it, it manages to be... It, it's, a meta, it's a good meta topic, right? Yeah. Because like for a while there was a lot of stuff where it was like, you know, oh, blockchain, NFTs or whatever. And it was like a bit less interesting because it was mostly powered by just people getting very frothed up about it, right? Yeah. Like it was just a lot of people who were just like... Yeah, it was well, one of those... I strongly believe this... Is, I don't know. It's, what are those yeah. those things called, like, hyper-whatever, that when you believe in a thing and that... that it, a, a type of belief that where if enough people believe it, it, it comes true. Hyperstition, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's that kind of thing where it's, it's that becomes interesting on a yeah. meta level because it's like, yeah. well, if you suddenly have 90% of people believing this thing, then you may as well act as if it's true and so it's worth talking about because of that, right? Yeah. Um, and, and with the, the AI stuff, I think maybe because unlike the blockchain... Because, like, the blockchain stuff, it's, like, it's one of those things where, like, however much there is there it's clearly less than the people who are the most frothed up about it think yeah um but it's obviously more than the people who are the least frothed yeah, up about it and, but, and but where is it in yeah, between where, where is it in between you've got a fun thing to talk about that and then you've got all the things that wacky people are doing and like all these things there's a lot of like there's a, a lot of novelty yeah it's yeah. very high in novelty yeah because it's new yeah it's the most genuinely new technology in our lives yeah, no, absolutely I would say, yeah. yeah no for sure because you can base because like people i don't know there's a lot of folk who say like you know Either I'm sure that I've definitely swung between these extremes, right? There's a lot of folk who are like, this is, you know, quote unquote, just fancy autocorrect, which is like technically not true. No, technically true, sort of. Every single thing that anyone says is technically true, but technically not true. But like, it's kind of not necessarily... 
the, the the interesting thing about it. I think what's 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 um, a, like a useful way to frame it is something that I remember Venkatesh Rao saying a while back about um, basically the, the 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 idea of like computers sort of giving i can't remember the exact archives when he set up but it's like what it does is it like allows you to do stuff in wireless time because like if you if mm. you everything that the ai does is basically like what if you had like a rely a semi-reliable version of mechanical turk yeah, right? like an, like an Pretty intern much. yeah exactly or, or like mechanical you hire turk. it to sit behind yeah, you yeah all exactly day and yeah make you work and like these things <laughs> Me, that guy. Cat um, we're talking about. You, you. It was like what was really funny about that. Right? It was I. I read this and all throughout I was thinking like this must be how I look look to normal people, right? Like this. Yeah. Is, this, this is, is when, when you, know, you yeah, see the, yeah. the you I, yeah, Exactly. It's like when I when I talk about like you know sort of oh yeah I'm trying to be a bit more productive or whatever. And even though I'm trying to like get away from that a bit now, and then I was looking at that and I was like. Fuck me! This got this. This must be what like I, how I come across to people who are like, oh yeah, you know, I just get on with this. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like you know, oh, yeah. But um, I sent it to Cat. Yeah. and she, she was reading it this morning, and yeah. she just said, reading the comments on this quote, "There's so much for a therapist to unpack here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, with yeah, because because I guess it has it has that um that thing. That you know the, the thing about Wordle, right? You know Wordle. Do you remember Wordle? That I do. Like I the, blocked it. Uh, all mention of it. Yeah. The, as someone that wasn't into it. Sure. Yeah. Fair enough. It's like a nice little as a non-word cell or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a little little you know sort of word. It's more game. of a letter cell. You guessed it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, um, and then it, but like the the reason that it was sort of one of the reasons that it took off was basically that you could share. A little like emojified yeah, exactly, thing that yeah. showed how you did. It was like the idea work. of a video game thing, the idea of the screenshot of all Yeah, exactly. If we talk, talked about that, it was, it was a, there's a GDC talk, I think, by the uh, by the person that did, I think, the daddy dating sim. I sure. think it was that. I'm just saying, I don't want to yeah. tar them with this if it's, if it's the wrong thing. Yeah. But they were talking specifically about... Um, the the idea of screenshotable moments sure right? yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. of bits in a game that make you want to share the yeah. thing and also making it like legible as a screenshot yeah in a way it's that kind of thing no, right? exactly it's, it's creating like, an artifact yeah. as a byproduct yeah. of the game which yeah. encourages other people to play it it's, right? ma- it's making it's, it's providing a way that makes it easier for people to share. and the ai basically is like all the again it's one you know the sort of chat gpt stuff and you know some of the stable diffusion you know sort of the stable diffusion and all yeah, those yeah, yeah. visual ones are even, even more so i think yeah. it's like you just screenshot this and share it and you're just like yo i got the robot to do this look what ai did damn you know yeah and 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 that's very easy it becomes very easily shareable and so every new thing is and like it's not because the thing is it's not like because i try and read like import ai the one that the guy from anthropic does and like some of the other like nerdier blogs and stuff Mm. um because you know I, i i sort of i'm not very good at it but like i what i i want to sort of understand how it works works you know rather than just yeah, like yeah yeah but i'm again i'm not really i don't really like i'm not i'm not a subject matter expert is what i'm saying i yeah. just try to read what the boring nerds talk about because it's not that all it is is like it's it's mostly just like i've managed to trick the robot into doing this you know it's like, yeah. like you say it's, it's sort well, of like, it is one of those things yeah. where it's like if you talk to an electrical engineer mm. about how a computer works yeah they can tell you in minute detail if they're an expert on in, in their in yeah. their field about what uh, how a computer works right yeah. the, the specific descriptions of physically what is going on inside a computer yeah but that isn't really an explanation of what's going on inside because yeah. it doesn't explain the way it's designed because in the sense of a a neural network it's not designed right it's evolved yeah whatever you want to call it yeah right? it's an it's a it's a you know not optim- the result of optimization and this is one of those things where it kind of like getting your head around it kind of isn't 
there is no point where you really get your head around it other than, than accepting the idea that this kind of thing can exist, right? Yeah. It's like a kind of evolutionary argument. Yeah. Well, these, are, these are the kind of things that could happen yeah. if there's sufficient pressures and mechanisms existed to optimize them yeah. to exist, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things where you, you feel like you almost have a duty to inform yourself about how this thing works because it seems like it's obviously going to be very important. Yeah. But evidently, either most of the people that talk about the stuff tend to talk about it on an either high or mid level that doesn't really help because that's just the level that they work mid on level. and yeah well is that exactly Sorry. right <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. A, um, they work on some kind of level which is about optimizing specific goals or metrics mm. to make some aspect of the technology work better yeah. and they know that on a black box level that them improving that aspect of the technology will improve it but they can't really give a holistic view on it because there, there almost isn't one to give yeah it, it's almost only understandable as a series of organs or of you know discrete things yeah. which when it comes together into a whole thing it's almost too difficult to really give a picture of that it's because so much of it is dependent on just yeah. the whole the totality yeah. of all the data but right it, and it's also what, like the, the thing itself is kind of like a bit like what um the philosopher Oliver Morton refers to as a hyper object, right? It's something mm. where it's like, like, like finally whole, an yeah. actual useful example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the whole thing is so big that it's like, because, and that's why I guess it's the thing that that things turn around to. Because a, it's flavor of the month at the moment. Because yeah. b, you've got people sharing a lot of the stuff, and because c, like, unlike the blockchain stuff, where it's like, sure, even like the most potentially interesting applications are going to be like, you know. A, 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 a certain level of thing you know, yeah it'll be whatever this stuff is like you can look at it right now and say also i can see how in a year they'll yeah. have worked out ways to use this to make pretty substantial changes to the labor market yeah you know? this will change a lot of things yeah. it seems really obviously a really important thing it's like all those things that you thought about computers when you first learned about what computers can and can't do yeah now it can do a bunch of the things it exactly. can do before and that's like whether it can do them well or not yeah. the fact it can do them at all yeah. means that you can work out there's obviously ways around it not doing that stuff well which yeah. is what well, you can just instantiate more yeah you can just instantiate a hundred of them and pick like the average get them to vote on something yeah right? or get all the you know like you said before or, or Connect them to the come to tools, right? Yeah, connect them to tools, or it becomes give them a thing. feedback loop where they talk to the compiler and yeah. eventually it starts working. Or yeah. allow them to search the web. Give them right? a fucking calculator so yeah. they can actually do math. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, like have them like like sort of work with you know how you have people whose job it is to get the most out of them. And you know, again, the thing changes that way. You go from like you know more people doing things manually to fewer people doing things with AI assistance or whatever. Like, like yeah. it, you know, and I'm not saying I know exactly what the difference that you know what the change it will it will be, but like you can see that. It has the potential, and in all likelihood, the you know the the, the real you know possible real a, a real and very likely it feels to me possibility of you know changing a bunch of Do stuff. Think, and so I, I think maybe yeah. a lot of this is whether you're pessimistic or optimistic about it. Sure. It comes down to how much you believe things are zero sum versus positive sum, mm. or maybe even negative sum. Yeah. Right? Do you believe that it's just general all activities that have something to do with what this AI can do? Yeah. Do you believe that they're competitive in a way that's positive sum or, or not? Right? Yeah. Because if you believe that there's you know if it's zero sum or less in general, like the, the, the net sum of all activity that that is somehow connected to the idea of generating reams of text and responding and translating and transforming ideas in various ways based on a corpus of lossly compressed knowledge or whatever, right? Based on that idea of the, the way you see those kind of activities going, 
if you if you think that in general all of the kinds of activities that are going to be done by this AI are going to be positive mm. and therefore us having more of them, then any negative things that, that, that might exist as externalities might be covered by that AI, mm. i.e. assuming that it makes fraud much more easy mm. it, by empowering, by giving fraudsters more leverage on generating things that yeah. could use, be used to defraud people. Uh, presumably, you also believe that it could be used by people who are trying to stop fraud from happening as an as a way of screening against yeah. fraud, right? So, if you believe that in general there's like a positive aspect to all of these activities, mm. then effectively it's just raising the level. It's like both sides getting a more powerful weapon, sure, going yeah, from spears yeah. to guns or whatever, right? Uh, but if you believe that in general a lot of activities are just happening in a kind of zero sum or, or negative sum way then uh, giving everyone higher leverage on everything is like giving both sides on a conflict nuclear weapons yeah. right there's a, some sense that it would lead to an ag agreement to not use those weapons but in many senses it might not and therefore you're just empowering more you, you know it's, it's easier to destroy something just for entropic reasons than it is yeah. to build something else right so presumably then it's a negative thing and i don't think that's like a settled <coughs> thing because it's just such a broad question that yeah. you need to somehow you'd have to answer all of the little micro yeah. questions to that. Yeah. And the only way because, of answering yeah. that is to watch them play yeah. out. Yeah, because, because because it also, it might be like positive sum for some stuff and well, yeah. negative sum for others. So on, on the, the in the totality yeah. of it. Yeah. But it, yeah, so presumably it's going to end up weirdly uneven. Mm. Like a lot of things I mean, like that, that, right? Honestly, that's, that's, I think the future yeah. is always predicted to be yeah. a lot more even than it actually yeah. is, right? I think that's the... the Lower the, resolution. The, the right? thing, yeah, the, the thing that I ultimately come down to is like whatever I... Whatever I think it will do, it will probably do like way more in certain respects and way less in other respects. Yeah. Like some things will be, you know, so, so I, I feel confident enough that like bar a Butlerian jihad being declared, mm. um, which I'd be up for. Uh, yeah. There could, you know, the sort of the, the changes will be like pretty. You know, it will it will do something. There will be a point where it's like you go from before this to after this, and there'll, there'll be a you know. Uh, to 2023 to or 2022 I guess yeah. to you know 2029 in the you know the sort of the transition period or whatever in, yeah, the, yeah, in, yeah. in the thing and then after a while it'll be something else but like because it does yeah. seem like industrial mm. but this is the thing it could, it could just all stagnate at that exact point mm. right right now it could just stop yeah. improving yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and now we have to just deal with that and I guess it would yeah. be kind of big <clears throat> which again you have to account for the fact that that could happen right yeah. otherwise you sound stupid when people listen to it in the future yeah. um, but like it does seem unless it's like that if it, if there is any more growth in this it does seem like one of those kind of industrial revolution levels of disruption yeah well, it's, it seems like you know i think i think one thing that it'll definitely do is like you it, it, be talking about speeding things up and again I, what's interesting is that we've already been drawn into talking about this rather than talking about the thing that was actually well no it's one of those things where yeah. whatever you try and do a meta level yeah. discussion on it mm -hmm. it for the object level grabs you and brings yeah. you back down to the object yeah, yeah. level right I, I i think i think if we're gonna you know try and spiral us back up for a second mm. um that was a very sort of sense makey wanker kind of way of talking about it. I do apologize. Put it in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> but it's like like the, the 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 fact that it does that, like the fact that it is a topic that has that sort of draw yeah. to it, yeah. does it kind of invite that being. We were sort just of, doing an example <laughs> yeah. of a discussion about AI, right? It does invite it to be topic du jour for a while. Like there were, I'm, I'm trying to think what stuff what stuff has been like that where it's like you've got like you know the sort of the news cycle go you know it's got x percentage dedicated to like just events, mm. y percentage dedicated to you know what's going on with like various sort of. Uh, you know, sort of specific things. You've got a certain percentage of just like what's going on through the frame of current, you know, current topic X, and like current topic X is sort of like, you know, it, mm. it was like, like you know, probably last year, year before it was like, no, year before I would have thought twenty twenty one, it would have been like blockchain and stuff like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, although you know, to it, to it, to it, to a, to a degree. Um, before then, I don't know. I'm trying to think what other things it, it would have been like. But the, you know, fake news. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that sort right. of thing, right? Like disinformation and 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 like and all that sort of stuff. And that's very much the sort of the, the tenor of like what are you know various what 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 are the things that are like very influential at the moment in terms of you know sort of various market actors what are news tastemakers talking about mm. a lot what do people think are trends yeah you know that sort of stuff and like you can one of the things back when i, I wanted to do that um podcast about new labor one of the things that i wanted to try and do is like get a handle on that because those things, it felt yeah. as, like a very specific yeah. type of i remember hearing yeah. the news around yeah. that time it yeah. just really like as a young yeah. child first growing up the first kind of yeah. news stories i was hearing regularly that i could yeah. cotton on to were yeah. all that kind of specific yeah. thing and it feels like such a long time ago now yeah. like it's very odd yeah but you 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 the, at the at the time that something has happened like like it's difficult to re-establish for yourself these sort of headspace as to what was a priority then. What was like the mm. thing? What drove opinion? What was the stuff that people talked about? I remember being in the playground and hearing someone's mum go on about, you know, uh, sort of the the police didn't, you know, brutalise the lads who burgled the post offices due to their bloody human rights. And I was like... And then I was thinking back mm. on that. It's like people don't really talk about that sort of stuff anymore. At least not in the same way. Like they still talk about like you know why can't they just you know murder all of these all of these migrants or whatever. But like it's not it's yeah. not specifically like the language of human rights is no. It's you know, they still probably talk about it right. But like there's other things that are sort of like well the, these people from twenty years ago yeah. are still alive. Yeah, they're twenty years older, right? Yeah, but like it's, it's and there's more, twenty years more people who are younger than them that are displacing them in the yeah. in the conversation. <clears throat> but right? like yeah, but the, the the stuff where it's like the the the, the framing that they use of like bloody human rights kind of stuff yeah that's yeah. sort of moved on um it reminds me of uh many i think back in 2018 2019 there's this sort of pair of uh right-wing uh sort of uh eccentrics i don't really know how to describe chaotic in, duo yeah <laughs> a very chaotic duo um <laughs> in america they're called jacob wall jacob wall vol w-i-h-l and uh, jack berkman and mm. they always seem to be running these sort of inept scams um, and like there was this one where they they were at um, uh, one of the big American like political like conservative political conferences yeah and they they, they always do these like they, they're very into like doing press conferences and they're just like this is a big you know this is a big yeah, 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 it's a big yeah. reveal get all the journalists in yeah. and like but like by that point the journalists are sort of like cottoned on the fact that they just like complete and utter frauds and like yeah. hacks and they, they were doing something about like Oh, it was one of the, you know, one of those, like, uh, uh, American left-wing Congress people, uh, the squad or whatever. And it was Rashida Tlaib, I think. And it was, you know, like, oh, oh she did this, she did that or whatever. And and uh, one of the journalists, a uh, guy called Will Summer, who sort of follows the, like, you know, slightly wacky, wackier side of the right, you know, the less wacky side of the of the of the, the right wing in American politics, hmm. and he was sort of asking them. So, like, do you remember, like, a month ago, you were talking about um, Robert Mueller having like sexually assaulted someone? What happened to that? And they were just like, oh no, we're done with that now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just sort of like, oh, we've just moved on from this thing that was like, you know, this absolutely ludicrous, like, it's just like Alistair Campbell type. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it, because it's, it's, it's like there was this. It was just really sort of like because I remember someone describing that, and then they dug out the clip of them doing. That. It's just like no, we're, we're yeah, it's, it's literally it. just like we've moved up. You know, it's just like yeah. that was that was yesterday's thing. Now we're yeah. off this new thing. Yeah, um, get with the program. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and like you know, this is the thing now. And like 
it will either, you know, go away to an extent hmm. and just sort of become receded to the background. Like, because every, nothing, every, everything that is this thing leaves some residue, right? Yeah. Like, whether or not it, it, it sort no, of like. Words that we say will change or new words yeah. will come in and we don't, yeah. we won't remember where they're yeah. from, but this thing exactly. that's happening now is the thing that's going to give yeah. birth to them. There'll right? be, there'll be some conceptual residue. There'll be like, you know, residue in the, in the world. So like the blockchain stuff, it's not like nobody uses this stuff or nobody goes on about it. Yeah, yeah. It's still probably like, you know, it's still around. It's still a thing, and like there are people using it, but it's not like flavor of the month anymore. So it's actually probably it's a thing that gets that because, deployed for whatever yeah, yeah. reason it needs to be exactly. Like, it's, Which it's, is it's like a tool that's yeah, used yeah, rhetorically yeah. or it's, maybe even financially. Who knows? Yeah, right? but like, it's, I, I, in my opinion, I think it's better for that because it means that you've got like the people who. You know, it's no longer a sort of like frothy. You don't, you don't have people doing Super Bowl ads anymore, where they're just well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "You need to invest in Bitcoin." Or in whatever. FTX. Instead, you've just got like normal, <laughs> yeah, in FTX. You've just got like, and, and, and like a load of the scammier side of it is unwinding itself, and then hopefully it will just you know sort of get pared down to the core of just like this is like a normal you know for for, for the for the stuff that is actually useful about it, it gets used by it's people like for that. Lime wire, but for money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and like that's fine. Like that's the thing. Well, I think I think that what annoyed a lot of people about it was the fact that loads of it was like openly sort of fraudulent or deceptive or just trying to like you know invent financial market stuff from first principles but like the idea of having an open decentralized ledger once especially once you've got like you've worked out a way of doing that isn't like massively environmentally bad yeah yeah is like you know i don't particularly care but like now that not everybody is screaming at it fine go for it you know knock yourself out the hype, the hype cycle or whatever exactly it? like you know it, it, it sort of hit the point in the hype cycle where it's like in the, in the plateau of like just normal usefulness or whatever yeah, yeah. And, uh, similarly at the moment we're in the in the sort of like you know the, the frothy bit of it and that means that a lot of stuff gets seen through that lens and it's just more than usual i guess because there's more there that you can you know sort of pull out i suppose yeah um Hmm. But I, I don't think I think that it's possible to, um, I don't know. Like it, it I, I think it's that a lot of the stuff that goes on at the moment is like just people who like talking about the thing because it's the thi- not because it's the thing to talk about. But, you yeah. know, it just becomes they haven't those, sorted out yeah. how they feel about yeah. the thing. And it becomes and also a we, we all because you, yeah. you know how the, I remember watching this with COVID and it happened like basically in real time. Mm. Watching everything about COVID coalesce into like the, the the political meaning of it rather than about what people are actually talking about. Right? It happened like so quickly and then it carried on happening each time a new development happened. You could see like little echoes of things reverberating round and like the, the, the vibrating of different. <laughs> parts of the internet and eventually yeah. it coalesced into like some sort of standing wave of this is just how people feel about the thing and depending on who you are you feel this way and that way yeah. but it was very weird in that first like few weeks of when covid was happening where it was such a shock to everyone specifically because they didn't know how to didn't know how to integrate it into their personality or sure, their, yeah, their, yeah. Their, their brand as a model of a person on the internet <laughs> that has like the right opinion or yeah. whatever and you got this sense that people were just saying saying stuff that they, they couldn't almost have an opinion because it they wouldn't know whether it would be right in a few yeah. weeks' time when everyone yeah. had settled down into thinking the things that were right or wrong yeah. based on what they were meant to think. And it was very interesting seeing that. And I do feel like that we're probably going to get that with AI, right? Like, there's probably going to be a lot of very specific positions that are quite obvious. There's going to be a lot of takes that we, we ha- actually haven't even heard yet right now sitting here recording this. Yeah. But in a, a few years' time whatever that take is is going to be really really played out to the point where it's gone beyond even being played out and it's just accepted by yeah. some amount of people as being a, a, a truth and that take which we haven't even heard yet will come to us as a kind of turns out which will be really in- interesting or at least 
you know, debatable for a period of time and then will just become this thing that everyone starts saying. And we haven't even heard those yet, so it's interesting to think about what they might be, right? Yeah. And we can try and predict them, but they won't necessarily be, because they'll all be based on future information we don't know. I don't know. So there's, there's my meta take. Yeah. Or indeed meta meta take. So, hmm. Yeah, some, someone ownership could, of this. If if you are the uh, well, you know previous owner or indeed current owner of a large stash of Doctor Who memorabilia that's gone missing, the uh, in missing specifically yeah. with in, <laughs> in or with in some way connected to the Ada and Worthing area. I, I just want to know why, like, how did the police come? Because like, it's not like it's as a you know again, like you say, it's like someone's car. I'm just imagining like one of those vans that's covered with stuff. It's just like it's covered with dog. Oh yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And like the back is just like you know, just full. Of, it was like a little cave full of like you know, a shrine to Tom Baker or whatever. Tom Barker. Um, Tom Barker. I very very. Briefly, I just remember that I wanted to um, talk about a film that I went to see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Doctor Who, nineteen ninety six. It's called um, it's called After Sun. I think Tom mentioned it a while ago, and on that basis, is it currently in cinemas or is it? No, it was it was it was it was in cinemas like I think around Christmas before. Mm. Uh, But like I I I guess they're doing like I don't know. The picture houses sometimes just pop up like more recent but not super new stuff randomly. So then we you know been off work this week, so I sort of thought we we thought we thought we'd pop into cinema because we want to see it. It's got Paul Mescal in it, who's you know sort of like handsome Irish lad who is in the normal people adaptation and the actress who plays he's basically it's him who's like sort of like 30 something 30 like early like 30 I think dad and his daughter who's like genuinely probably the best child actor I've oh, ever seen. Oh, I've heard seen. about this actually. Like, yeah. She's so good. It's 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 Wasn't it's, this nominated for some no, probably yeah, yeah. I think awards. it got a lot of award nominations because yeah. it's like, genuinely it's really good. It's basically like this this the the the, the sort of the, the father and the daughter go to uh I think it's Turkey. Um I I I, I, yeah, I, I so I remember yeah. reading about this and thinking that sounds quite interesting. Yeah. It sounds the sort of thing you don't really see that often, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of unusual. I, I I described it as uh, I think I described it to, to, to someone I was talking about earlier to it as a uh, as it was like Greece or Spain, one of those hot countries. But I, did, I looked it up, and it's Turkey. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's just sort of like this little slight. A lot. I mean, a lot of it is like, or some of it certainly is like only nineties kids. Not that the only nineties kids will remember this mm. nostalgia, but like it feels is it like set the nineties. Then, yeah, or like, is it? It's, it's ambiguous, but like it right. definitely is. Um, right. Like like nineties early. Is it set in the real nineties or the Freddie Debo nineties. No, no, it's it's set in the real nineties. <laughs> like it's it's still not. It's not you know not. Wonderful, but like they have to use a payphone and like people are doing the Macarena stuff like that. Yeah. Fun fact: I discovered that my mum doesn't know what the Macarena was like a few years back. She was, like, I was at this work Christmas party. Everyone seemed to be doing this dance. I didn't know what it was, and I was like, I was it because it was like at the time that Gangnam Style. Whenever I talk to my mum, she's yeah. always got something like yeah. this. So she seems to have just missed. Yeah, and I was like, it was it was sort of at the time that Gangnam Style was big, and I was like, is it like that? And she was like, no, it's like this thing where they're doing this, and I was like, that's the Macarena, mum. Even I know that, mm. but like. I think around the time that was like peak popularity was when she was like pregnant with my brother and probably didn't wasn't you know getting out a lot yeah. so fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of like um, it's, it's, doctors don't yeah. recommend that. <laughs> it's uh, the, 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 so there's bits of it that are sort of filmed by the the, the the child on a little like 
camcorder thing mm. and there's bits of it that, that, that aren't and then there's bits of it that are sort of like her as an adult like looking back on this stuff um but it doesn't it does it's not like a framing thing it's like actually interesting well it's actually mm. good it's and it's mm. a bit you know sort of but it's it's just you know this 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 girl and her dad who like their, their parents are separated but like her the dad separated from his mom but they seem to get on and he takes her to this, you know, sort of like resort holiday kind of thing. I've never actually been on one of those, but like, you mm. sort of understand the vibe, you know, friends who didn't, you know, yeah, yeah. told me and stuff. And like, just loads of little things. I don't know. It's just a very like nicely observed um, sort of portrait of mm. a, like a child who's starting to become aware of stuff in the world around her in a way that maybe she wasn't before, but doesn't completely understand it and sort of has these you know these inputs that she's not entirely sure what to do with but like trying to work it out and she like you mm. can see when she sees something like she sees older kids doing something doesn't quite get it mm. but like it's, it's sort of like processing it a bit and the dad is clearly like sort of struggling with like something like depression or something like that and like mm. he's doing a pretty you know, he's trying to you know sort of like tells the, the his tells the kid not to smoke but like will sneak out and smoke on the balcony and stuff like that yeah, yeah and like he's clearly struggling for money but again doesn't really want to show it and like but she does know that and they, she has a go at him he's he's like <laughs> a very funny scene where they, they well it's funny but you know sad as yeah. well like there there's a sort of you know uh like tour operate you know karaoke kind of thing let's get you know come on come on down and do this and she tries to get him to join in because she signed him up for it but he doesn't want to and so she does it on her own uh, a rendition of losing my religion which is really funny because <laughs> it's like it's not it's a, you know cheery upbeat fucking yeah but um <laughs> karaoke stand yeah and so and then and then when when she gets back off the stage he's like you know we, we could, pay for singing lessons if you want she's like is that are you saying my singing yeah <laughs> but then and then she's like stop like saying that you'll pay for things and i know you can't afford it and you're like ooh, ooh. it's the kid is now the yeah. age where they know what's gonna they know hit. actually you know, they know thing, what they know what'll hit they know what things cost yeah and, the, and, and they're wielding uh, yeah, the weapon yeah right? and uh but like and, and the, the sort of it's, it's one of those things where like you can see all, the, all this like sort of like contextual stuff where it's like the the dad's always doing tai chi but like and then if you and then you, you sort of notice the books that he's got and his like stuff about meditation as well it's clear that he's trying to like he's not doing well he's like trying to build himself back up yeah yeah but like he it's not you know it's sort of like like sort of sincere I guess but it's still not quite getting him to where he needs to be but he's putting on a good front for his kid and he clearly like has a lot of affection for the kid and it's like I don't know it's, it's a very it's, it's weird it's, it's not really like, really human yeah it's right? exactly right it's, it's like it's a, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't about the plot this is about yeah. like, taking yeah. human characters and just mm. sort of showing where they go yeah because right? there's no plot to it well yeah. I mean I guess the, the plot they go on holiday and like things change but it's not like you know at the end there's it's, it's actually a very like irres, irresolute or ir, ir, irresolute like it, it's a film that doesn't really resolve yeah like, yeah it has an ending but it's not really like you know, it's 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 one of those things where, like, I, I guess you, if you were being really like abstract, you could say, you know, sort of something about her future self trying to work out what was going on, but like not in a way where she's just like the secret is in the video, and like if I watch yeah, the video, yeah, it's like yeah. no, no, she's watching. Well, she's, they're yeah. not, the, the characters aren't transformed by an external force. Yeah, no, exactly. They're transformed yeah, yeah. by themselves and yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah but, but but like, but that would have yeah. happened anyway. Exactly, and you you just get to yeah. see it, right? And, and it's in, in a slow way, and like you see it a bit quicker in the child because the child is obviously a like child, developing yeah. faster. Yeah. But then 
you know, you see a, you know, it flashes ahead 20 years to like presumably her in the present day where she's got a kid now. Yeah. But like, you don't actually see the kid, you just hear it cry. I'm spoiling this. It's not, you can't really just what you might imagine happened to someone in their life. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's, it's one of those things, and then there's, there's all these bits where it's like, she asks her dad what happened when it was his 11th birthday and he tells this really like sad anecdote. It's like clearly he was, you know, had a pretty bad upbringing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, damn, you know, that's pretty like, that's pretty weird. And she's just like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> there, there isn't really a, a yeah, yeah. Dad, that's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and, and all this, and, and I don't know, like the relationship between them and like the, the his, his behavior towards her just felt very, like it, it, it's a sort of thing that I guess you don't see portrayed a lot in, in in a non comedic setting, because you know, like sitcoms and stuff like that, yeah, you see yeah. a lot of characters whose whose thing is basically like you know, sort of well meaning, but you know, they've got some problems or whatever. But like they, you know, they're, they're ultimately good hearted or whatever, and it's played for laughs. Soap operas, I feel like you don't really have as much. You maybe have a bit of that, but like because the engine of soap opera is drama, you've mm. constantly got to be biased like, in know, favor. Yeah, yeah, it's biased in favor. The same of, level yeah. of, of exactly, yeah. and, and and if the character is going to be drawn in, then like things can't just settle for a bit. Yeah. Whereas whereas this is, it's very much like he is clearly someone who had a difficult upbringing wants to do the best he can by his daughter and he's like mostly pretty good but like sometimes they're you know sometimes Mm. he's not able to keep it up but like that just that's so yeah again like you say human like it's a very real i'm I'm aware i'm just like oh it's just like that seems to to me it sounds i probably will see this because it seems to me the kind of thing where i'm very able to relate to on the level of like well i'm about 30 yeah but also i really feel like i really relate to that kind of that time in your life where you're she's like about like 13 or 14 or yeah, something she's right? 10 turning 11 but she's oh, okay. like sort of precocious but like right. believe to, to be clear believably precocious right yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. like a film precocious kid where she's like doing you know witty fucking joss whedon dance right yeah, yeah, yeah she has like a but bit that, of that kind you know, of whatever, era right? where you're like you're not like a really a kid anymore mm. but you're not like even a teen at all mm. and you, you still have this kind of like weird because I think that is the yeah. kind of thing that influences it, like the rest of everybody. The basic thing of being a kid is just learning how to be a human and yeah. just saying words and doing things, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of like one's personality, I one's personality as it bounces off of other people, not just like I like horses, mm-hmm. I like cars or whatever, sure, right? yeah, yeah, but yeah. like actual kind yeah, of like... Yeah, how you relate to others. Yeah, like yeah. other people have made me feel that I am this and that's the me that I either have to either deal with or fight against or embrace or whatever. Yeah. That definitely happens when you're like between the age of, let's say, like 10 and 15, right? Yeah. And, and, but, and at that time, is de- you're definitively like not an adult in any measurable way. Yeah. However, it is the time that affects your entire adulthood and like yeah. everything about like who you become, right? And it's almost a kind of time where the realisation, that's when everyone gets edgy, right? 13-year-olds, well known to be the most edgy yeah. people in the world, right? It's specifically because they find out all these sort of things about the world that yeah. suddenly become obvious that weren't obvious when they were a kid, either yeah. because it, it's been you know disguised from them, hopefully. They have a childhood where they don't have to address the horrible things in the world, yeah. right? But eventually, at some point, you reach this kind of, oh, things are complicated, adults are fallible, yeah. I'm fallible, yeah. Yeah. and all these things are kind of fucked up. And the fact that you have to deal with all of that and go through this experience of yeah. trying to turn all of that into a you know, meaning-making about yeah. it, right? And presumably, like, we didn't even have podcasts necessarily at that time. <laughs> uh, although, maybe we did. I don't know. I was just trying to line it up. I wasn't listening to podcasts, but they, they didn't have the idea of sense-making whatever yeah, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm trying to make sense of it, right? But that, that specific kind of feeling of, oh... You know, when I was young, it seemed that life was so wonderful or whatever, right? Everything was really simple, and now I'm an adult, and it's really... And when you're, like, 14, you're like, yeah, it's just really... Life's just really... 
hard and yeah. bad. Yeah, you do. But the, and yeah, the thing yeah, is, yeah. that doesn't go away. Yeah. It never goes away, yeah. that particular thing. And ad- being an adult is about pretending that that feeling has gone away. When in a way it's more just like you've you've got numb to it and you've come out of a series of heuristics that allow you to deal with it. And generally that thing is still a big difficult thing, but it doesn't actually hurt you quite so much because the the grief of realising that the world isn't what you think it is kind of goes away. But also you have the tools to deal with it better, right? Because the trouble is when you're a child, you have very limited like ability to... Well, the thing is you have the tools, but you've literally got no idea how to use them. Sure, yeah. So you've suddenly been given this box of chisels that are like razor sharp and you've got no idea how you're not going to cut yourself. And then you spend several years like with bandages. Yeah. 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 And and then again, like that relating to that particular... I probably my most vivid memories of specific ideas of interpersonal things or or like yeah. between me and my friends or, yeah. or me and my parents or whatever I kind of from that few year period when from you know between when you're 10 11 14 15 right and thinking about that as kind of a formative thing is something I think about quite a lot and contrasting that with another character who's the also the other main character in a film yeah. that's like my age yeah uh, it seems very interesting to me. I'd probably yeah, be able to relate to it a lot. It's great. I, I really, yeah. I really like it. And like, it's, 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 and, and you sort of have, I don't know, just the, 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 the way that you have the, um, the, the stuff delivered as well. Like the sort of series of little, you know, that the, the, there's lots of vignette, lots of like little moments. Yeah. Um, and the way that it captures those, um, it's almost like it sort of reminds me of the, that sort of like it's it, it's a, it's quite an oblique style of. I'm gonna get probably just showing my ass that I don't watch any films like this usually, more films at all really. But like, <laughs> I don't know that many films. But like, this is me whenever yeah. I see anything good. Yeah, I'm yeah. just r- running around to everyone like, did you know there's stuff that's really yeah. good and you can yeah, just yeah, watch yeah. it and you can and it's yeah. like really good. Well, it's like I, I, you know, it's, I think it's got some like Oscar nominations or whatever. And it's one of those things where like sometimes you look at the Oscar nominations and it's like how the, you know you or you watch that looks you watch like the them. Oscar bait film. But I remember yeah, when yeah. La La Land came out and like that got a bunch of Oscar stuff, right? And I was mm. like, I don't, you know, it's fine, but I didn't really think it was. Well, that, well, this really Does is. It, this is like I really. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is. It is both like it falls into the that night that lovely sort of. It's nice when this happens, where it's like something is both like critically lauded, but also actually good. I think maybe the heuristic to differentiate the two is how far apart from the Oscar nominating type of, you know, the type of person that gets to control what appears in these kind of awards shows, right? How far away is it from their normal kind of thing? Because if it's very close to their normal kind of thing and it resonates with them, it may not be as good as it appears. Whereas if it's sufficiently far away from them, but they can still you know, hear the bell ringing, then it's evidently going to be something where you're going to be able to understand yeah. that as well, right? Yeah. It's a bit more impartial the further away you get. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's just, it's smashing. Like, I, yeah, I don't know, but a lot of people have probably seen it already, but like, I, I, I hadn't, and I'd been meaning to, and I'd sort of just, you know, not got around to it for whatever reason. And then just, yeah, I think you can watch it streaming now. It's on Mubi or whatever, but like, mm. I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed watching it in the cinema. I thought it was, it was very like, you know, it's not it's not one of those things where it's like you have to see the IMAX. Fucking, you need the three you know, D whatever three D. Yeah. No, no, it's just you know, it's still not, haven't seen not, the new Avatar. Nice, nice cinematic experience. I mean, either. Well, weirdly enough, it's like been quite a while now since it came out. I think. Yeah. And I haven't even talked to anyone about it. In fact, I think other than me and Kat occasionally saying we still haven't seen that, or or, or earlier on, should we go and see that, and then not seeing it. The only this is the first time I've even talked to it to anyone about it. That no one's brought it up. No one said to me. Oh, you've got to see the new Avatar. It's really good. Yeah. The one that I know. Well, I, it's one of those things where it's like it clearly is very popular. Like, do you, I, I, I feel like yeah. I just I just forgot. 
There's, see it. It's sort of got memed into being this thing where they just like you know actually James Cameron's Avatar stuff is like the human. It's like the real the real like the messaging. human toilet the human, of whatever. The human, no, it's like the human alternative to oh, like okay. the Marvel stuff, right? They were like right. you know there's a lot of a lot of like the Chapelas and stuff like that have been going on about it being like you know this is the real and like. Sure, whatever. Like you know, it's good. You know, nice big budget eco message film. Whatever, fine. Like I don't, I don't really care. Like it's, I it doesn't really. Like, I don't, I don't really sort of think of it in in those terms. Like it's certainly very impressive. Like whenever you read about the the sort of the process creating it, like mm. um, you know, and th- th- there were some very funny interviews with James Cameron that went around. Like this where he was talking about how he went to some there was some some like Fox producer when the first one was being you know sorted out, mm. and he kept stuff like look. It's it's too long. You need to cut it. And James Cameron was like, "Fuck you! This is going to make all the money, and yeah. you need to get right with me now. If yeah. if you don't, I'll remember this betrayal." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> James like, Cameron yeah, will yeah, remember this exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that's really funny," but like, I still don't really care about the film. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's like it, it's, it's all fine to and place like, him in some kind of like James Cameron as a character that's in this narrative of a guy that makes stuff and yeah. his battle with the studios or whatever. Yeah. it doesn't quite work as a as a story yeah well I mean because what it can actually be reduced to is the well known fact that James Cameron is a cranky dickhead well yeah yeah, he just like yelled you know reacted badly to someone telling him to do something correctly as it turned out but like you know it's just sort of like it's just a funny story I don't know it's just like the the thing I've got on my list is was it The Abyss was that that in the late 80s or early 90s he did where everyone like got really bad hypothermia or whatever (laughs) and like that you apparently the genuine kind of feelings you see in their faces of just like exasperation yeah, are just the experience of working. It's, 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 it's like like how in like how in, uh, in in it's a wonderful life when the druggist slaps uh, the the kid version of George Bailey around. It's he really does look rattled because the the the, the, dr- the guy actor playing it actually was fucking slapping him around the head. <laughs> Did not have. I feel like there was a lot of uh, child protection standards that were not mm. being applied in 1940 sets. Um, or or like how then. there was there was something I was reading in Pop Bitch the other day about how like Ridley Scott's doing a Napoleon movie or wrapping up Napoleon movie. Oh, right. and he was just like there was a. <laughs> a bit in a burning barn and he was he was you know Ridley some of the actors are getting a bit like antsy about having to stay in this burning barn it's getting a bit worrying for them and he's like fuck it finish the shot (laughs) (laughs) and that was like a thing that people were like repeating who built this barn did they know it was going to be set on fire (laughs) I like the idea that it's it's like it's like that um, like that uh, thing you hear about the um is it uh, like Laurel and Hardy or something like that? Where they had there was one of the one of the films where like they destroy someone's house and like yeah, they, yeah. they got they got permission for it to be one like someone's house or some like suburban fucking like identical house, but they accidentally went to the wrong one and just like completely ruined someone else's house. Wow, <laughs> which is I know I think that's again that's, that's really good. But like labor was cheap back then though. Yeah, yeah. They just paid out it repaired <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but, but yeah, watch after that's great. Mm. Brain brutalism. Mm, brain brutalism. This is one where I thought it was it's good. It's alliterative and yeah. it carries on from the. AI topic. This is a a, a post I did this morning. I thought this should be on the podcast. Here it is. When mass production made architectural ornamentation extremely cheap, we reacted by changing the style of prestigious architecture to be minimal, unadorned with unnecessary detail. What was beauty became chintzy. Do you reckon AI is going to do this with thought? We will have brutalist thought. No rhetorical flourish. Brain on, words out. Ideas, concepts, no longer stored in prestigious library, but multi-story car park. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's it's difficult because I think. What do you reckon? I think then? we'd need to be a bit further into the 
whole uh, AI the aesthetics of thought because I the thing that you're talking about there is like I don't know whether I believe that's true of what AI does right I don't mm. think I think like rhetorical flourish and stuff like that is something that it actually doesn't really do in my experience you have to like you know I think if you just tell it to do it though sure yeah but like most of the time what people it's like there was something <coughs> that some today was talking about like you send you told Bing yeah go and read the fucking Kurt Vonnegut like 12 15 sure, rules yeah, for yeah. whatever and rewrite the thing you wrote and then it writes somewhat slightly better prose mm. or something like that right i.e. the flourish yeah. being the thing that's the kind of the thing that you can make in a mould mm. and then it gets made out of clay and then you have like a little thing that moulds into your house and suddenly yeah. you've got this like easy arts and crafts you know, sure. William Morris printed thing yeah. in, in millions and of arsenic coated wallpapers, right? All get pushed out everywhere. And suddenly, you know, then 50 years later, yeah. nobody wants wallpaper anymore or whatever. I, I, I guess it's like, for me at least, I think that there's there's a degree of like, well, if it can kind of do... Because the other thing is, it can kind of do the simple stuff as well, right? Mm. Like there's no... I mean, obviously, the, 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 the prestige of that wasn't associated with the difficulty or otherwise of doing it. it right, so like, it's actually it's a, dub, it's a double turns out, yeah. right? So the fact, <clears throat> the fact that AI is very good at turning long uh, TLDR yeah. type of thing that you can't bother to read into yeah. a series of bullet points yeah. means that humans will never write a bullet point again. Because I, that's an AI thing Yeah, it, now, right? I, I feel like it's either... It's, it, it, like if, if you... I, I think it's it's more like it's gonna things are gonna be more particular, right? Mm. Like if you, well, it depends on what you're thinking about it affecting. Like if you're talking about like writing on the internet or like the way because you're actually talking about th- like patterns of thought. Whereas yeah, I, it, are, are the things that we think going to change in their very nature due to the due to being <laughs> exposed too much to things that an AI is very good at thinking and not. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. Are we going to be yeah. novelty? Are other parts of yeah. our brain that reward us for having a novel yeah. thought going to start seeing all of the types of thought that an AI is good sure. at providing as being less worthy of that kind of novelty reward process, and then rewarding us for things that are the kinds of things we don't see as often? This is this is the AI optimist yeah. take, which I think, is that yeah. it will by exploring the territory of the possible ideas yeah. quicker, it will spur us into newer ideas yeah. that we would have not got to. If we I, I, had it, I right? think maybe, but like if it does that, I don't think the result will be like parsimony or like brutalism of thought. I think it'll just be an efflorescence of weirder shit. You know, mm. it'll be like the, 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 like you, postmodernist. Yeah, thought, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah you, you'll skip out, skip right over the uh, yeah the, 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 yeah. the stuff in the middle. You know, because like the the, the you 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 don't have if, if if you've got if you if what you think is shaped by because the other thing is I, I i'm just trying to think about how this is like shaped by because the the the, the brutalism stuff goes from it, it's like sort of consumption form right so it's sort mm. of shaped shaped by like you say you've got this thing th- things that used to be signals of i have a lot of money yeah. i am a person of taste and distinction yeah go from being like mad expensive to uh, like pretty affordable because you can mass manufacture them or you could you know processes make a lot of this stuff easier yeah so then stuff goes from not a hundred percent but like you know a certain level like for for like a, the sort of the middle strata of of people i guess um you go from having uh yeah things being like yeah ornate decorated detailed to things being simple like aggressively played yeah 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 um and, and, Ding, and dingbats to helvetica yeah. right but i think that like patterns of thought don't necessarily follow those same lines like it's not like you're mm. consuming the thought and then like you can because you're it's, it's not because that stuff is about like show right it's about 
Yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. like what you're projecting. Whereas this stuff is all happening internally. I don't know, maybe like the copy. But don't you tend will, uh... well, this is what I mean, don't you tend to kind of tend to <clears throat> your thoughts tend to get pruned based on the things that you say or the things you hear, right? The things you say. <laughs> Someone playing a cafe. Like. Um Yes. But if anything that would that would like sort of I guess yeah, would would it push you in in the direction of whatever it is the AI? Or the, are yeah. people just going to really want to sound like the AI because that's what they've been hearing? Yeah, because because it like that's the that's the that's the, that would be the, the like if you, you could see two different ways for that, right? It's either they react against it, which I imagine some people will. Mm. Um, is you know if you're a writer, then you will double down on the things that's that make your writing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're because you 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 when you're putting stuff out, you're like, you know, I'm <laughs> I I will probably continue to write like uh, you know sort of digressive shit that has too many brackets, you know, too yeah, many yeah. sort of like nested brackets and stuff yeah. because like, that's how I write. But an AI um, doesn't do that because. Yeah. Knows objectively that's less readable. Yeah, exactly. Whereas <laughs> so I don't care. You're putting yeah. errors in it. On <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, like, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. it was. It was, it was someone, someone was like, you know, talk, talking about like, you know, sort of the the, the the way that AI will be able to like mimic your your writing style. I yeah. was like, yeah, Please prob- make my writing yeah. style look more like lisp. Yeah, code. yeah. <laughs> like probably yeah, sure. But like, why would it want to? Yeah, <laughs> Who's yeah, going to yeah. be doing that? Yeah. Um, but the other the other option, yeah, is is it could just be people see that as like what's good or like normal mm-hmm. and then lean into sort of bland stuff i think i think what's 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 interesting for me is like the the, the stuff where it's like um it's how it changes the way that we where was, where was i going with this it changes the way that we but you know we, it, will, it may change the way that we think but i don't i think it be yeah like it's not going to be a it's not going to be direct. Yeah, right? it's, 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 I, 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 because like the the other stuff was, albeit probably like people weren't consciously being like, well, <sighs> all this stuff looks awfully tacky yeah, yeah, now, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. now that the pause can afford it. Yeah, like you know, it was more a sort of like unconscious mimetic, uh, whatever. Sort One of person thing, right? starts like, doing yeah, it, exactly. and it takes and a then, while, and yeah. eventually it filters <clears throat> through. Yeah, but with this kind of stuff, it's it's more like, I guess it. it I think that the, the, the it's it's going to be less to do with. I mean, maybe it will, right? Because like, if a lot of it's to do with what you know, how it changes the way that the written word comes across. I had I had something about this, which I was I was I was thinking about with uh, fuck, what was it? It was I think I think thinking about like search engines or whatever. Mm. Actually, that's a completely different point. Don't worry about that. Um, put a pin in that one. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 difficult because it's I don't have a good model for myself of like what change like what i find influences what the has way influenced in which I you think. over the years yeah. yeah 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 um because like i i feel like it's just Difficult kind of to know stuff comes is, in from all, yeah, yeah, all yeah. directions you know and like yeah. do i have a I, 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 if you'd said to me like do you think that basically i feel like any way of looking at this feels equally plausible i don't know whether I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah there's I no there's like, no yeah. like this is the thing there's not enough mm. information yeah we haven't started to see it go in a direction yeah. it's more of an open entirely open question mm. Because I, I was thinking about this specifically with regard to, like, how there's this kind of... Um, if you look at what, like, for instance, right, LMs, right? I'm not calling them LLMs. Sure. I, don't, I think that that's going to be gone. Sure, yeah. I yeah. think that in a year's time, we'll just yeah. call them language models. Like, yeah. The idea that they're large or not, they yeah. the size of them won't matter, right? Um, LMs have this issue where... It's just too unwieldy. LMs have this, have this issue where they 
are only able to, for example, right, they're, they're, they're not very good at like physicality. Mm. They can't do physical reasoning. They can do physical reasoning when it's within a system that's been described mm. verbally in a lot of cases, mm. right, that exists in the corpus. So they can do, they can play chess or whatever, right, because that's the thing that people talk about a lot. When you've got like 175 billion characters yeah. of, of, of stuff, it's like there's enough chess in there that you can do chess to a to a degree probably better than I can because I basically just don't ever play chess yeah. but when it's something where it's like um, uh, uh, CF my post on this which was the uh, the, lo- the floating pumpkin problem mm. right which is that like the, the AI can tell you that the sky above a port might look like a television tuned to a dead channel mm. but it might not be able to tell you that particular you know configurations of clouds that form these kind of bands of of orange above a sunset mm. would look like a giant pumpkin hovering in the air yeah. because it's never seen a pumpkin and can't dis- it can't it doesn't have enough resolution in terms of the way that it is able to disassemble sensory impulses and it can't infer enough from what it has to know that a sky might look like a pumpkin, mm. other than the fact that they're maybe both orange, but it wouldn't necessarily think of that because it's not very statistically likely, right? So there's a lot of imagery in in prose that you're not able to con- you're not able to coax out of an AI easily, or out of an LM easily, yeah. because it's not able to. It's just not very statistically likely. And you can obviously, with enough prompting, get it to go in that direction, but it's kind of an uphill battle because you're yeah. moving it out of its standard yeah, yeah, yeah. distribution of, of of the latent space that it's meant to convey, and that I think the, the the physicality issue of trying to actually convey things that are non-trivial and haven't been conveyed before mm. is, I think, going to be the main problem going forward. Yeah. I, if you're mostly trying to uh, transform existing knowledge that exists in textual form into another, it's going to be very good at that, and it's going to keep getting very good at that. But unless it's able to be more multimodal and start describing things... I think it's going to be very difficult for it to make stuff. There's, there's a real boundary currently. Yeah. In, unless they can have like a lot of multimodality added to it in the next few years, which maybe they will, right? But other than doing st- stuff like taking a clip embedding, like the way that stable diffusion, you know, you, you give it a series of words and then it takes that as a prompt and makes a picture, right? Yeah. You can do that in reverse where you get it to describe a picture. Yeah. If Unless you can somehow do that in, in a kind of feedback loop of creating pictures and then looking at them with a... This is basically like trying to solve the problem of aphantasia for yeah, yeah, language yeah. model. Uh, unless you can do that... Uh, and it actually have it work and not also be based on a, on a limited corpus of stuff, like... Getting, for example, this is a lot of people have been talking about like AI in medicine, right? And this is one of the issues with with like um, doing statistical analysis on medical issues is that you end up with well, as long as it's got the papers that have investigated this kind of thing, yeah. and it's able to draw conclusions and draw the knowledge together. It's going to be very good at doing perhaps coming up with conclusions that a human hasn't if it's got enough sure. access to all the data, yeah. but. Unless it's able to, uh, if, you know, you, you get these like medical papers that are written by a surgeon mm. who's literally cut people open and seen what's going on inside yeah. and therefore has a, a, a weirdly innate <laughs> physical idea about what yeah. a person is physically and can kind of do a kind of weird physical reasoning on that based on that. And that informs them as to what ideas to think of and what 
avenues to pursue in terms of treating yeah. people with a disease i don't think that an ai is going an llm is going to be particularly good at that unless it can somehow have access to a kind of physical knowledge that hasn't been directly written about yeah that's kind of the issue that yeah. people aren't quite talking about that as much as i feel like they should have yeah. like when you because when you read like amazing prose that's really evocative mm. it's because it conveys some little detail about the way that something feels that hasn't ever been written about before some specific vibe of the way that a puddle feels under your foot or something yeah. that hasn't it's not a cliche the idea of, of moving away from these cliches and on you know very small amount of the way that i've played with these systems to me has the main thing that's highlighted for me is sure. it's very difficult to get them to create yeah. prose that feels yeah. investigative that hasn't isn't just a reflection of existing prose it's weird that i know that lives it's in not a box just, it, yeah, yeah it writes like it's a thing that lives in a box well yeah exactly right <laughs> but the thing is a lot of people really feel that it isn't in a box a lot of people seem to be genuinely convinced that when they read a description of something that it isn't just doing a a matching of concepts which obviously is doing a matching of concepts right and most of what we talk about is doing a match of concepts and a series of imaginations yeah. based on that but like specifically a very an, an unusual physical or visual stimuli right that, sure. that comes into you and you see that that stimuli that that, that is get, getting in there for your whole life right you have this like build up of things that you're associating but maybe you don't ever actually convey in words and maybe only the odd writer actually mm. ends up in that corpus of text yeah like that being a limitation hasn't i feel like it weirdly just hasn't occurred to enough people but it's really obvious when you try yeah. to get it to come up with any any, you tried to get ChatGPT, for example, which is obviously very limited in a yeah. lot of ways, right? But it's obviously very good at a load of other stuff. Mm. And you try and get it to write interesting scenes in fiction, mm. and it it just does seem really cliched. Yeah, there's loads of things that seem very cliched, and it's very difficult to get it to because if you're interested in using it creatively, what you want are non-cliched observations yeah. that then you can work into your own yeah. ideas. And even as someone that is doesn't write or do any kind of that sort of thing for a living, and therefore probably has been exposed to way less ideas than the average person that's like a professional, you know, like copywriter or whatever. Yeah. I can still see that it's coming up with stuff that's really obvious. Well, I mean, and this the, is yeah. 175 billion characters yeah. of stuff. Presumably, yeah. you can train it for more, right? Presumably, yeah. it's going but to like, get better. I, I guess that's because you know, if you if you if it's the way that it's trained, it's not like you're not like find the weirdest version of this. But you know, it's yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, you're going to get a lot of people who are saying the same. You know, because yeah. it, the patterns that you get are the, are the patterns that you get. Based presumably, on... I'm just not prompting it well enough. I mean. But what, like, what, what you end yeah. up doing is the same thing that yeah. we did when we were fucking around yeah. with stable diffusion a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, do it say, really well. Yeah. Do, do it really, yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. And then you put in, like, because you can put in negative things. Yeah. So you can put in, like, a minus sign or what you know it's like when you do a, yeah. a search filter right yeah. minus sign open bracket yeah. list of comma separated yeah, things yeah. that it shouldn't include <laughs> because you keep generating something and yeah. you're like i want uh hr geiger les miserables or yeah. whatever right and then it keeps putting in the same thing and you're like i don't want that yeah don't don't nope. include that no, don't that. include this yeah right. I, I i think what's what's what sometimes strikes me when thinking about this stuff is like like a lot of the time when people talk about the robot they i feel like they're talking about me like not necessarily but like mm. not me specifically like, like my, <clears throat> i mean me specifically and as much as like i find that a lot of the time my ability to do to to, to answer a question well is a function of how the question is posed like oh, absolutely. I, I definitely yeah, yeah, think yeah. like the framing of a question is really like important to how well i'm going to answer it and like when they, it's someone, like when they give the ai those sort of logic puzzles that yeah. are like counterintuitive yeah and and you're just like well i would have that I would, that would have fucked with yeah, me yeah, if yeah. I just read that, you know. Yeah, like the and fucking it, potatoes thing yeah. or the whatever. <laughs> you know. And it and, and to me, it, there's, I guess there's, I I realise that there's just a a, a a decent level of like 
um, actually, like you know, a lot of this stuff is like, oh, I, 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 I do rely on these same. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I am a robot. But like, I, I have some of the same stuff, right? And like, the, you know, the sort of you've the, been the, exposed yeah. to the same data that yeah. it has. Yeah, no, so, exactly. Right? And and like the the thing about hallucinations, right? Where mm. it's like it will just make stuff up if it doesn't. Like, obviously, to not to the same extent. But you know, if someone asks me to talk about something. The most of the time, you've listened to this podcast, listener. You know what it's like. Mm. I will find a way to like fill a minute of of, of 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 something about it. Like sometimes I'll say, "Oh yeah, I really don't have a clue about this." But like most of the time, I'll just sort of ramble vaguely in the direction oh, yeah, of it for a while. It's just like when you've got a curve, <coughs> it's like that, but more you're confident. trying to fit the curve to the data, and it just so happens that yeah. if you have you know a non-linear curve, mm. you end up with a little bulge where it shouldn't be. But yeah. because of the, the way the, the Bezier points are on the curve yeah. that you're that you're overfitting it, you end up with a little... You end up with it following the curve really accurately, but then there being a, a little bulge in the curve where there is no data point there. Yeah. To, to the, There's no data point that would have influenced that bulge. Yeah. That that bulge in that little curve is only due to the fact that there were control points to the left and the right of it yeah. that were sufficiently you know covering the existing ones that, that it just, as an artifact, created this, right? Yeah. And I, I can totally see that in my own thoughts uh, it's kind of very strange to, to reflect on that because again it's like you have all the people on one side shouting at you like this is we've created artificial life and yeah. so on and on the other side it's like no this thing is just autocomplete yeah and both of them both of those takes really annoy me and i can't really explain why they both seem like they're not really appreciating the gravity yeah. of the thing well, i think it's, <laughs> well, it's it, i find it useful the gravity yeah. of the thing as a kind of stupid thing but also as a smart thing yeah it's like 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 we said before, right? It's like it's not only you know it'll affect things in more or less than we think it is. It is also like to be taken seriously both more and less than I think it is currently. Mm. But I do I do find it useful just to look at look at you know when you mess around with it, look at what it does, how it does it, and think actually it probably is like in some ways one of the better modes of replicating human thought that we've that, yeah. that that people have come up with right like not perfectly it isn't a person yeah. obviously <laughs> but like it is it can if you look at that and then you think oh i guess i do you know my patterns of thinking crudely you know it's like a crayon sketch of it right yeah. it's like this is kind of what i'm doing a little bit you know the character of the thing while not being a character is more <laughs> indicative of the way that you, you tend to see the kind of failure modes in people and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah and like you know that's, I, that's just just quite interesting and it also also like i guess that's that's what makes it maybe weird that everybody's trying to use it for search right because like all of the yeah. hallucination stuff is like that's not what you want search to do you want you like the reason that google can get away with presenting stuff that's wrong sometimes is because it's like looking for external source stuff and it's got mm. an algorithm that tries to work out what's accurate but you ultimately know you're going through google to whatever stuff it it presents to you yeah like because it searches other things whereas like you, if you go, if you're talking to someone, you know, chatbot styley, you want the robot to give you an answer, mm. and like it'll come up with an answer whether or not it has, it's, it's got a real one, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a real one. Well, I, I saw some amazing discussion yeah. a while ago on Hacker <coughs> News where people would like, they were talking about something. Oh, I gave the Chat GPT uh, this blog post and yeah. it asked it to summarize it and then blah 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 and someone's like, well, you know, Chat GPT, like it can't access external URLs. Yeah, and then and. I, I saw more than one person go like, no, no, it can. 
yeah, no, it just guesses based well, on what like, like, well, yeah, the URL the, is, right? The like, slug, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the little hyphenated like, yeah. keywords and name of the title. And, yeah. and this is the thing, right? Because I have this, this is my problem with the yeah. internet. You see a title of a YouTube video and you know exactly how, well, yeah. you can you can imagine, you can simulate the entire video in your head, yeah, the, the, including so the editing style, right? Yeah, there's yeah. so little yeah. information exactly. content to most yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, literally the title is the, maybe there's like, you know, a thousand bits of information to this yeah. whole thing this whole video which is like a gigabyte right there's yeah. actually only like a kilobyte of you know a, ki- a kilobit of information yeah. there but like it's that that kind of thing where all these people were saying well this is this is uh, i've given it the url though and it seemed to work yeah and they're like yeah but it can hallucinate stuff and they're like i don't really, i feel like it can if maybe they've added this ability genuinely there was like an argument on hacking news and these are meant to be i'd imagine in the top percentile of people who should know what they're fucking talking about with this stuff and even they are like yeah. getting confused about what it yeah. can and can't do nearly even though when you literally open up chat gpt it says it can't access the external internet mm. it has a knowledge cutoff of 2021 yeah. it doesn't know about this stuff and they still seem yeah. to think that it might be somehow able to do it or or then they start saying oh but maybe that uh website existed before 2021 and therefore it's drawing the in- inference from its knowledge mm. of having read the whole web mm. but then it's like well in a lot of cases it was a page from late it would be like yeah. oh this spe- specific software feature that was added to some microsoft product which there's an api for and then it was able to generate the api docs yeah and it's like, well, that API didn't exist until like 2021, so yeah. it doesn't have any record of that. So how can it know what the API is? Well, generally, when you come out of an API, you give it like function names that mm-hmm. are like make a sensible, and so yeah. it was able to get some of them right, right? Uh, but it was just very weird seeing a group of people discussing this as if it was somehow weirdly an unsettled question that wasn't. That's I'm I'm always kind of I, I, by that, that made right? me think like, I should stop going yeah. to this orange website. Because you you know sometimes you, you you see people who are just like oh yeah I reckon it's this I reckon it's that mm-hmm. and I was like, well, why why you don't need to yeah you can you can look it up like you can you can check yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm always like slightly baffled when people have that sort of like thing. Again, especially then, who's... I think there maybe is a kind of productivity <coughs> velocity angle to it, which is that well, although ChatGPT is wrong like 20% of the time, the other 80% of the time I can go at like five times the speed, and so overall it's worth it for me because I can just get so much done. Yeah. You know, I don't even have to pay random people off of Craigslist to sit, <laughs> sit in the same room. <laughs> a bigger spice rack. Hmm. Is this the final card? Uh, second to last. Second to last card, right. I was thinking about this as I was... Uh, I bought some herbs and spices. Nice. Non-illegal, just ones from the supermarket. <laughs> and I was putting them on my spice rack. And yeah. I was thinking... I remember when I got this spice rack about three, four years ago, whenever it was, whenever we yeah. moved here. And we got it from Bert's Home Store, yeah. which is a home store. I probably, presumably at some point, someone mm. called Bert was involved. Mm. And... I think they might have had a larger spice rack yeah. that was available at the shop. Yeah. Me and Kat were buying things for the flat. Got to get a spice rack, got to get this, got to yeah. get that. And we got that spice rack. And I remember in the back of my mind thinking, to some, there was some approximation of the thought, at some point I'll get a bigger spice rack than this. This is my first spice rack that yeah. I've ever bought. Previously I just had them all arranged around the back of the, the hob. Sure. Or around the, you know, around the yeah, back yeah, of the yeah. thing. Uh, but for the whatever reason, of, uh, fairy lights. yeah, exactly, exactly. So you've got the you've got the spice rack. Now I've got a spice rack. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was thinking, well, it's got three smallish spice rack. Yeah. It's on the wall, made of wood. 
and it's got it's like made of bamboo it's one of those sort of things and it's and it's got like three shelves and each one can store maybe five let's say it's 15 spices that you can have right and i remember thinking oh when i'm older this is my first spice rack when i'm older when i'm more of an adult than i am now in my late 20s when i'm in my 30s or older i will have a twice as big of a spice rack and i'll have twice as many spices and that will be even better than this one but i'm just going to stick to this one for now yeah and as i was putting up the spice rack when i first got it i was thinking yeah that's a decent sized spice rack that's fine that'll do me for now and as i was putting the spices on the spice rack today i was thinking i don't think i'll ever want a bigger spice rack than this i think 15 spices is the number of spices that i will that will do me fine yeah yeah. because i very rarely need a sufficient variety of spices more than that and i was thinking about that and i was thinking i have a tendency to always think that things are just going to get more there's Mm. there's always going to be more of things i'm going to have more of this i have one of these now in the future i'm going to have two (coughs) three everything is going to be additive and everything i whatever point i when i was a teenager and i realized hey putting loads of spices in food makes it better and also it doesn't always make it better so therefore you have to have a variety of different spices to ensure that you different sorts of yeah to ensure that you have enough to make most food better right and at that point thinking yeah there's just so many different spices you go into the supermarket and Presumably, there's even more spices than are in the supermarket. You, and they have a huge rack of spices at the supermarket. But then you go into Taj or whatever, and they've got a bunch of yeah, spices so they don't even have. Need, yeah. And th- at this the point, it's like, spices. I need to have yeah. all of the spices yeah. in case I need this particular one, right? And that just being a kind of thing in my life where I wasn't evidently that inspired by it enough mm. to immediately buy every spice that ever existed. Mm. But at some point, I kind of got the idea of, Having no spices is bad. Having a few is better and having even more is even better than that. And therefore, at some point in my future life, when I'm the maximal, when when my life really begins and I start living the true life rather than the life that I've merely been preparing for all this time, I will have a spice rack that has insane capacity and my food will be literally, I've got 15 spices on the spice rack now, maybe a couple in the cupboard. Yeah. I'll have 200 in a few years and my food will be 10 times better as a result because I'll be scaling it up, right? And at some point today, realising that that isn't the case, it started making me think a lot about the future of of life and and the idea of getting older and what what that means, right? Because you've hit the point where you're like, this is fine. Either you've hit the point of this is fine or you've got used to... like You've built the box for yourself and now you can't jump out of it. Well, this is the thing. Is it bad? Should I... Maybe the the obvious conclusion is yeah. write down the list of spices that are currently in my spice rack yeah. and then never buy any of those for another sure. few years and just try a whole different 15 <clears throat> spices, right? Because yeah. presumably that will bring oh, something there, new. Are there that many spices? <laughs> um, I, I, there's yeah. a lot of spices. Well, like, I, I think what, I, what this makes me think I of... I don't alphabetise them. Sure. They do at the shop. Yeah. I've given in, I've not given into that. I, I, start, I try to do that, but like the way that our... Spike like we have one of those like ones where it's like it you sort of bit, it's like a like Lego clip, clips together and you like That's build cool. it around the inside. Yeah, 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 I yeah. quite like it. Yeah, uh, it's a bit, we talked about it's those. A bit, didn't yeah, we? yeah, yeah. I think it might have been on your list of things. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 pretty good, especially if you don't have because we don't really have a wall that we can put it on. Yeah. Um, but I think I think well, what, we're not allowed to drill things into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, th- <laughs> I think I think what what it makes me think of is like back when I moved into my you know my the sort of the the freehold the house mm. that i lived in from university to uh, like three years ago um 
I that we, we had a load of furniture that was like furniture that my housemates' parents didn't want and gave to us, and a load of like basically all of the stuff in the house was like cast off. That yeah, they, yeah. They used the opportunity to get themselves some nice, nice new stuff. Yeah. And so we had like just just a load of stuff that like we were kind of I don't know say we were stuck with it, but like it it sort of it forms a box around like you're just like oh well this is the stuff that we have now right yeah, yeah. at least when you're a student and you don't have a lot of money then you're just like well i don't really need a new slash better one of these but, i just need one of these and we've got one of these but so in we'll your brain you're always thinking of in the future when i am a real person i'll have the real thing right? in theory but you kind of I, I don't know for me i kind of got stuck on that stuff for years i would mm. just be like yeah we got these these are fine even when like the chairs were literally like falling over and like those stools were like breaking you could oh, there sit was, on them without there was a chair break. which yeah. was there yeah which, yeah exactly it, it was there. Nobody got yeah. rid of it. Yeah. It never was like put in a bin or whatever. But yeah. it was like no one's allowed to no, sit exactly. on it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only for maybe putting a drink on it. But yeah, then exactly. even then it might it's a still... bit risky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, like, but like you know, again, that's sort of like that student hoarder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of totally. instinct. But then... it's like when Kat was living in that in that in that uh, bed set, right? Yeah. And she, we had like a party which was just we yeah. found some chairs like yeah. on the on the on the street. Yeah, we're like right, those will do. Yeah. Finally, we have enough chairs to have a party where we can invite people, right? <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly, and like, I guess with with the stuff with with the sort of like, excuse me, <clears throat> yeah, you 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 sort of like make do with what you have, but also like, you you know, it sort of forms the, the like the you know the box around you, right? And like, mm. it, either you you get comfortable with what you have, and like I think that's a good thing in some ways, but also it can lead to getting stuck in some real local, like not not talking about this in an optimization sense, but you get stuck in a local minute of like yeah, keeping a shitty chair like stall that you don't need yeah, around yeah, yeah. for way longer than is necessary, right? Yeah, like it's it, it's it, if you occasionally have a bit of a clear out and you're just like actually I don't need this, or you're very occasionally like you know. Also, I think if it's yeah. something you've like bought yourself, yeah, and then you think I can take the loss. Right? Yeah, you like you remember buying it new, yeah, and yeah. how much it no, cost, that's, that's true. and then yeah, you start yeah, thinking, yeah. well, is you know, if, yeah. you, if I amortize that over the yeah. years I've had it, then actually it's paid for itself yeah. and it can go now, right? Yeah. Whereas if it's something you've been given or it's just yeah. always there, it doesn't have that relationship. Well, I, I, I think with the spice rack, it's actually quite a good example because like it's one of those things. It's an like, aspirational thing. It's, it's way, aspirational, right? but also it's like use can be a good indicator of of like like if you had a bunch of like other spices like clustered at the bottom and you were like that's just slightly inconvenient but i guess i just sort of keep them here yeah, or yeah, yeah. and like you you did start having more spices naturally the without the thing is i think we've always got about 20 whatever. spices yeah there's always a couple in the cupboard that aren't Aren't you know on the sure, spice? Yeah, rack. yeah. So exactly. therefore, so, yeah. it's technically you, suboptimal. You, you do have that, right? right? Like you're 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 basically already. And I am sure that the benefit. next spice rack I buy will be bigger. Yeah. But do I need a bigger one to be happy as a person? Yeah. Probably not. And that's the thing, right? It's like what level of sort of things that are notionally suboptimal, massive air quotes, mm. can you live with? And the answer is loads. Everything. And that's fine. And that's yeah. normal, right? Like, I the, the thing that I... The Just thing, because yeah. it gives you joy to get a better thing doesn't mean that it gives you pain to not have yeah. it. Yeah. But the, the idea that there should be a symmetry in that, yeah. is that's the issue because it isn't yeah, really yeah. true, right? Yeah. There's there's not... And I, I think this is the thing that a lot of, like, optimization... Because, like, you could be an opt- optimized... Like, there's an extent to which, like, I think... I mean, I've, I've joked about this before, but, like, like a lot of the optimize you know, ooh, uh, efficiency stuff is just people with undiagnosed ADHD trying to sort that out, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. The, the funny it's the coke. Yeah, yeah, it's the funny thing that you realise when you're in that position and you're like, mm. all the bloggers that you read, you were like, damn, this really resonates. And then they're like 40 and they're just like, yeah, I finally got an ADHD. Yeah, 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 it turns yeah. out that you can make most of the problems go away by like doing a few specific things, like a lot of which as, as a... Uh, 
uh, Jay, who's a guy I know, pointed out, do kind of just line up with getting things done. Like getting yeah. things done is actually really useful. Like, you don't have to do 100% or whatever. Like really mm. useful methodology for people with ADHD. Um, and also uh, taking this one magic pill that will like stop you from being quite so yeah. scatty all the time. It's great. Yeah. Um, but still there's the, you know the, the, it, it, you, you you can still I'm I'm, I'm 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 what you would call an optimizer in as much as like I don't like to have wasted time so I'm always like well I'll do my laundry in the five minutes before I go out the door and mm. then it, 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 there was a really is funny is that purely yeah. a kind of Tetris satisfaction yeah. of the yeah, boss yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. yeah it's not a mortality fear no no no, no, no. It's, it's, it's for a lot yeah. of people it is yeah right? no, a lot for... of people they're like <laughs> I need to make a dent in the world before it's all yeah. gone right no 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 for me yeah. it's literally just like well you know i've got this i've got this this sort of like uh box of time and it's like if i do this 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 then that's like i'll have done all this and it'll all be like stacked together in a out of the the two scenarios which one do you think is worse on an emotional level right scenario one which is that you have a day and then at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you're looking back and you didn't get anything done you didn't get the things you want to get done right or scenario two which Mm -hmm. is that you've got a day but it isn't sorted out and it's in the future but you haven't worked out what you're going to do yet and it isn't going to be used well which one's worse? Is it is it worse as a as a future thing? Like yeah, I'm yeah. apprehensive about the fact that I'm not going to make good use of my time, or is it worse as a kind of I didn't make good use of my time? Usually, it's the second. It, mm. I'd say it's the second one. But the the thing about the second one is you can always imagine that you do it better. Uh, right. With the, with the, the the first one, it's bad because you've used it bad because that's happened already. But also, it's mm. good because you can just say, well, you know, fair enough. I'll write that one off onto a new one yeah you know? yeah, yeah that like was a self-care thing. yeah exactly like exactly. <laughs> unscheduled well literally like sometimes i will just you have to yeah, do you, that you have though. to be it's like incredibly I, I, valid to yeah, do that because because i sit you know i'm sitting there trying to do stuff and i'm just like like today where it was like i was gonna there was some stuff that i was gonna try and do today but like i i you know i woke up and i've sort of I'm slightly bunged up nose and i'm just feeling a little bit ropey i'm feeling like, a bit like that you know what yeah. i'm gonna go to the cinema i'm gonna get a haircut i'm gonna just sort of like wander around some coffee shops gonna do the podcast and i go to planet india later on that's then, good self you know yeah it's like like this yeah. will be like a good day where i'll do some you know some things that are sort of useful but like kind of time consuming and like haircuts or whatever which are like you know that'll be anywhere one from, has to get one's yeah. haircut and therefore yeah. it should feel as important yeah. as anything else that one has to yeah. do right yeah, yeah. anything like you have to do like this is some email i have to respond to or whatever but for yeah. some reason because it's merely just for you yeah it almost feels like it's like not as valid as something yeah. that an external pressure is doing right yeah, yeah. except that obviously it's nonsense right yeah. in that yeah. you're one's you know <laughs> oh my hair's too long oh this is really annoying right mm. that's just as valid as i haven't i need to do this thing right yeah, but yeah. i don't know exactly and i'm just and i i think for me a lot of the, the the sort of the stuff around 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 this is like a lot of the, the the optimization stuff it's like going from um you know freaking out about not really being able to do stuff in a way that i want to to working out better ways that i can work with the person that i am and the things that i can't change about myself or the things that i can deal with about myself and also being more comfortable with things being a bit suboptimal in a way that's just like fine like i don't feel there are things where it's like i could see a better way of doing this but i I don't feel them as like itching it wouldn't be worth it yeah exactly like the spice rack thing it's fine. Like we we have a situation where it's like we've got like a sort of the spices on the spice rack, and then we've got like a sort of morass of like bags and, of refills. And that and isn't like the that. spice it's rack fine. of your dreams, yeah. right? No. If you dream a spice rack, you could probably dream several that are better than that situation. Mm-hmm. However, how important is a spice rack? What is important is the spices on it, 
right? That's the whole yeah. point. Is and that, you, yeah. And, and in fact, in, 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 the spices themselves aren't important. What's important is the food that you yeah. cook with them, right? Yeah. It's several layers of indirection away from the actual important thing. Yeah. That's like so much productive yeah. stuff. Is like it's, that. It's basically it? it's the equivalent of like, oh, I'll write my novel once I get the correct notebook. Kerning of the yeah, exactly. Once, like, once I get all this stuff <laughs> sorted, but like that for your whole life, if you spend yeah. all your time fretting about spice racks. Yep. Um, finally, gift shop. Mm, I was thinking about today. I was yeah. thinking every single object or, or or product I ever had from a gift shop when I was a kid had essentially zero relation to the place that I got it from. Yeah, I was wondering if you had any similar things like this. I was just I was thinking about like. Things that I, I read something about F-16s, right? It was something yeah. to do with Ukraine. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, uh, I had an F-16 toy as a kid. It was a a metal F-16, U.S. Navy F-16 toy plane, mm. right? And I, I was thinking, where did I get that? And when I thought about it, I think, oh, I got it from this little local art gallery at like a little, in a like Cornish fishing village, nice. right? And then I thought all gift shops are like that. Yeah. Every single gift shop I've ever been to, yeah. or as a kid specifically, got something from. Like I remember getting like a, a rubber, one of those little rubber mice. Yeah, it's like a little little white mouse yeah. that's made of rubber, like the, kind of like a Halloween sort of little joke thing. Uh, or like just what else? What 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 are your those little guys that have that are made of string and you press like that and then they collapse and yes, then you let go yes, and they come back yeah, no, the right? They're, they're, they're good. But I just, all, all yeah. kinds of things like that which I got from like RSPB. Yeah. Uh, Gift shops. For some reason, I associate them with like post offices as well. Just because, mm, like you know, the, the sort of like local branches. Because totally, you know, all, totally. all, basically all the ones well, whose lives left. got. I was going to say all the <laughs> ones whose lives got ruined by the Horizon scandal. Yeah. Because like they they had that thing where it's like you're a post you're you know you, you, as a postmaster a sub postmaster or whatever you've got the you know you do do the post stuff but you, the way that you actually make the money is all the stuff around that you sell yeah. like the envelopes and shit. But the also bags. yeah, loads of them have just like a bunch of tat in there too. Yeah. Like because that's what you know. The, the, the sort of yeah, I've actually, yeah, the one in sell. the post office, because there was a village shop at my near where my nan lived, and then there was like the slightly bigger village down the road had yeah. a proper post office, and there was just a lot of yeah, like weird things that they would sell that would yeah. almost be like, why are you selling like dustpans and brushes? Yeah, at the post just little office? little weird things. But so evidently, like, packs of cards. Whatever the specific like, type of old person yeah. that lived near there wanted was that. Yeah, that's where you'd go. Yeah, and and and. and postcards I guess I, I guess that's reasonably to get to do with it well in this case it was like car, like a deck off card well, yeah I know yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. postcards but postcards make postcards sense postcards you see but, but like the, 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 the thing about the like the weird tag because there's the sort of like there's the standard model what I would describe as like standard model gift shop tat which is like just a, a series of things with like the about this most, big yeah <laughs> you've seen like a little square box yeah, yeah. there's the, the stuff that's got like the most common the most like hundred common children's names on it and it's got like something oh yeah yeah bought yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those things and then you've got like the sort of the toys which like have maybe some tangential relation to the thing like we went around a, a sort of uh, you know like a farm with you know sort of like animal you know yeah, yeah. farm with animals like a, one of the farms where you interact with the animals yeah and they had a gift shop with like a bunch of animals some of whom had like no relation to the farm at all like you know they were yeah. just like sort of just random like alligators or whatever you know plush alligators like, yeah th- there are none of these here at least that's sort of related but like with the with the other stuff like i guess if you're a, if you're a um 
you know, if you're an art gallery in Cornwall or whatever, like you get, you can you know, sell. I think it was one know, of those like two room, like converted yeah, house yeah, yeah. into a little art gallery yeah. kind of thing. It's like, what are you going to do? You know, you can sell, you sell the art, you maybe sell some prints yeah. or whatever, but like if you're a child who's being dragged around the art gallery, you have to buy like, something. You need to have something for them, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, and your, your parents are already feeling a bit funny because it's just to- like, a oh, toy aircraft. I guess we have to bring them to, you know, yeah. we, we drag them around an art gallery, you know, it's six. What does the fuck does he give a fuck about? Like, you know, yeah. like, like, exactly. This, it's standing yeah. there playing with the plane. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll get to get that. Exactly. You know, you know it's just, it's, like three it's pounds a thing. or something. But like, like you know, again, I, I, I guess some, you know, there's some wholesaler who's like, you know, <laughs> getting rid of stuff and they're just like, oh, I guess we'll fucking, you know, that was cheap in the catalogue. You know, we've got a few pounds to spend this year, this this month or whatever. But like, I don't, there, as, was, as, some, yeah. there was some one I went, like some gift shop I yeah. went to at some point. It might have been before COVID, I don't know. But I, I remember that they just, it was, what was it? I feel like it might have been the Sea Life Centre, but it probably wasn't. But it was that kind of yeah, yeah, gift, yeah. gift shop, right? Yeah. And and they were, I think they were just selling like Minecraft strategy guides in there. <laughs> it's some like WH Smith kind nice. of hours, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it, I'm sure that whatever it was was had very little to do with Minecraft. I mean, water blocks. There were. Yeah, I suppose there was there was that update that added all the, the fish yeah. and yeah, the coral reefs. <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, it was that kind yeah. of thing. I said, that is, that's yeah. obviously just what when you're 10 yeah, yeah. in the 2010s then you want a Minecraft yeah. strategy guide but I guess that's that sort of it instead of like toy aeroplanes or whatever I suppose it is weird like I don't, at what point does the person you know who is making that decision who's like pulling mm. the trigger who's saying like we're you know this this you know the things have been a bit quiet this month you know what I'll turn it around yeah Minecraft strategy guide well, I was saying on, on Master actually my theory for it was that it was um that it was like a there's some uh, spreadsheet somewhere that just scrapes like an Alibaba search. Sure. And just orders those. <laughs> and then that's what arrives in a, in like a, on, a, on a pallet. <laughs> yeah. We're experiencing so, the, uh, the, 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 the sort of the, yeah, the, it's just like, there's, it's the residue of something, but what, we, what it is the residue of, we're not yeah. quite sure. Well, evidently, statistically, it's going to be, yeah, you well, know, it is exactly clear. But how was that done 20 years ago? I don't know. What's your favourite thing that you ever got from a gift shop? Um... Because you always want to kind of get something from a yeah. gift shop when you're there, you know. I, I think it, I remember there being loads of like little things that are sort of like I don't I don't know how how much we got from the gift. Sh- there, were, there would always be things where I was like I was weirdly precious about the thing, mm. even though it was like clearly a bit of tat. It wasn't a gift. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. I, I used to have a drawer full of this stuff. Right? Well, I think everyone have, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was but like yo yos yeah, yeah, and exactly. Rubik's cubes, and then things like that you got in a gift yeah, shop would be but, in there, right? Like, there was the there was the the, the, the sort of the ch- dress and an old TV remote yeah. for a TV. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the contents yeah. of a drawer. It's like you got the, there was the, my drawer, my brother's drawer, and just like a random tat drawer. My parents yeah. had, but like my drawer was like loads of like little weird bits of memorabilia, and I still got still got loads of. You need crystals or rocks or yeah. No, yes, okay, yeah, yeah. I had a friend that had like rocks. But like th- those would have been things that I got. Like maybe maybe there would have been some specific reason for it. But like there was like I had a bit of quartz. And my brother had like an ammonite or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Things like that. But yeah, like things like that. They're quite cool. I yeah. can't remember where I where I got them. But like you know, they come from like natural history museums. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. Like and, that, again, yeah. at least that's that's a that's well, a like a thing. school trip, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. that kind of thing. Well, like we got. Uh, I remember there was a there was a history museum. There was, it was probably like one of the it was one of the museums in York, mm. um, and we got a sort of old coin, like an old an actual old coin, like a, a sort of real like from a dig site. Oh yeah, that's point. cool. Other than uh, um, not not those ones that are just uh, the, well, the the press were the press. I think ones, I think yeah. well, I think we were in we had some sort of like you know there was some session where it was like you know people would like we, we you know we had some stuff to like go through or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have a bunch of the other ones as well, but like they're all too topical. I'm trying to remember if I have anything that was really really like tat tat. 
I don't know if it did. It's actually impression. too good. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I think I just like well, the, or like that was the stuff that I kept, and that was the stuff that sort of stuck around. Yeah. Um, I, I do... remember as a kid a lot of little like little bits of tat like mm. that, which then just became like toys that me and my cousin and shit would just kind of like play with. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, that came from the visit to the whatever museum. Yeah. Several years ago when you were like five, but yeah. now it's just become one of the toys that you've invented some kind of mythology around. You know? Yeah. No, exactly. It's and, and, weird how that happened. Yeah, and you you have I. I think the thing that I remember more than anything, like I say, is that the sort of the preciousness that you have for things that are worth something, not because they're actually good, because most of them aren't, but because they're yours. Yeah. And like specifically, you're, I mean, you're an only child, so you won't maybe have quite this to the same extent. But like for me, there was a lot of like, obviously, when you've got a, a sibling, you have to get the same sort of, you know, it's, it's the same sort of, you have to, you have to get something of, yeah, if you're it's getting of equivalent one value. Outside of birthdays, it's like, you know. Ideally, you want yeah. both of the kids yeah. to, have, to have a different thing yeah. to the other, but they both have yeah. to be equal. S- similar, yeah, yeah, equal and like of a similar s- style. So it was like, yeah, yeah. you know, the, like when we were kids. That's like, why they made like Pokemon Red and Pokemon yeah, yeah, Blue, exactly. right? That was exactly. the idea, right? Because, and, and like there'd be these things where it was like, yeah, I, I would have one sort of rock and don't have And it was like a weird thing where it was like, I almost tribally identified with those things because they were like my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like and the other thing yeah, was, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like the, there'll be certain Who would toys. have Pokemon Red? That's yeah. just really weird. Yeah, right? yeah. Like well that's like, like yeah. not well, a no, Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I had I had Pokemon Red, Dom had because uh, he got the Game Boy Advance for years later, so he had Sapphire. Right. Um and it was like yeah it was that it was that sort of thing. It well really the opposite was. colours anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I like well, yeah, yeah basically like he had the, the the blue one. Yeah. Um and that would that would very much be the sort of like the thing of it, I suppose. Like you 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 sort of I, I don't remember the, the specific tap, but I remember the feeling of it being my Defining tap. oneself in opposition yeah. to it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway. Good stuff. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.